0: Do the right film. My name's Thomas.
1: I'm Sean. My name is Steve.
0: And I'm Harvey Gladden. All right. Coming up on this week's episode, uh, we're coming at you with a review of the new A24 released movie called Never Going Back. Uh, I feel like some people may not have heard of this, um, but we're here to tell you about it. Slim Pickens in the theaters. Uh, not this not really? I mean, this, Th- this, this, is this was even
1: p- limited to us yeah, in yeah. New York City. was yeah, so. like, like it one g- theater.
0: Like the weekend after this goes out, it will probably go slightly wide. Uh, but yeah, we're gonna be talking about never going back. Um, I think if you're a movie fan and you see that A24 logo, I think you're uh, you probably gonna check it out and wanna maybe at least acknowledge it. So yeah, we got a topic this week. We're gonna be talking about films that uh, portray accurately portray the South.
2: Is that is that what we're doing? In our experience. In our experience.
0: Put <laughs> <laughs> the, the we, on it. A lot of us have lived in Florida, so all of us actually. <laughs>
3: and we, I think I we spent a good chunk of time in, a, in small towns or like. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. We're gonna be talking about movies based there who present it accurately and not, not in true Hollywood fashion. You know, Waffle Hollywood. House era. Yeah, Waffle House era. Not the uh, the Hollywood stylized yeah. version of the. Song.
1: Yeah,
3: not like no Miami Vice or anything like that. Less no,
0: that's awesome. not like Django,
1: Django. <laughs> not that stuff, so. that.
0: that's for a different 12 topic. years of
1: slaves uh,
0: But yeah, how was everybody's week, uh, Sean, how about you, how was your week?
1: Um, My week, you know, I didn't really do much, I think Harvey and I skated once, um, Shred. got it in And then uh, the week was just another blur and Another that, blur. Yeah, watch a couple movies, though, so... Another
0: brick in the wall? Yeah. All right, cool. Damn. Steve, what did you do all, all week? Anything exciting to share
3: with the group? Uh, yes. I'm trying to remember, and that's why I... You I'm, did this last week. No, now I remember what happened. Uh, Yeah, so working on a few projects. I met, and what I mean by met, I did a head nod to uh, Tommy Hilfiger. Uh, okay. We did a shoot with him, and uh, I, I briefly, like, I saw him, and I did one of these, like... Wasn't he racist? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes. After a really deep conversation, he mentioned that. Like, definitely fucking mentioned that. I feel that. <laughs> like my brother a long time here, ago... Get out of here, brownie. <laughs> dude, I feel like my brother, like, maybe 15,
0: 20 years ago, told me, that he was 15, 20
1: years ago, so yeah. you're <laughs> like like the, new the story behind it was that. Do uh, you guys know the story? Yeah. He didn't want he didn't want black people yeah. to represent his clothing the way oh, they, okay, they did in like it. rap videos and things like that. Yeah, Damn, my brother's
0: telling
2: me some. He said that's shit. not what
1: they're going for. The the brand represents. Yeah, you know? then people
2: said he's racist because of that. I mean, which uh, I mean,
1: kind mean, of. You do you don't think
0: there's a little racism? There's some slander there. I mean, I think there's some race involved there. What yeah. if they were white rappers? Well, what?
2: Anyways, anyway,
3: it's like I didn't even know this about Tommy Hilfiger now, so now, well, now I just you know. something new. That stuck with
0: me
2: for that long. Yeah, I remember that, I remember. that shook you too. to your core. You're like, I remember my family was like, what the fuck?
3: We love <laughs> Tommy Hilfiger. <laughs> you guys are like burning his clothes. <laughs>
1: <laughs> fuck this guy. I remember my grandmother, um, she bought me some Tommy Hilfiger um, bed sheets. and I looked at him like, huh, I'm not going to sleep on this. Racist I still have it. What her? the <laughs> fuck? Why is everyone at the age of fucking
3: 10 so woke? Everyone's sitting there like, fuck I this I guy. I, I, just, I, uh, I still, like I, like, I,
1: like, I still I have those sheets now. to this day. Really? Still, they're amazing. Thread count's beautiful. <laughs> 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 Unless yeah. he goes, I don't want no guy in these sleeping on my sheets. <laughs> <laughs> then we have a problem.
3: <laughs> like the thread count is just don't beautiful. You, I, mean, I, he, I mean, it's very nice.
0: I think in a response to that, I don't know if they did. I don't know what happened, but black people should have started wearing it in even higher numbers. Just to protest?
2: Fuck it. Yeah, yeah. well, then you would be giving him money. <laughs>
4: yeah, then, then you're making him richer. He's just like, fuck it. Wear it. <laughs>
3: it was all ploy. All right. Oh uh, Yeah, so I found out something new about that guy, uh, and I think we can end it there. I mean, I don't he don't just nodded like, to a racist. Did he,
1: did he acknowledge your
3: nod? Oh, shit. <laughs> he did that's
0: it? Right. I don't think he acknowledged <laughs> Of course not. You're a fucking peasant. <laughs> he's, he's like, Why would he
1: acknowledge you? Keep nodding away, Darkie. That's the, what he said. Is that my
0: <laughs> <laughs> And Keep your hands off my fabrics. All right. What uh, <laughs> What about you, Harvey? I guess How
1: we're did? not getting spots with the How your week, Harvey? I really wanted those congles.
0: <laughs> <laughs> your cologne smells like <laughs> shit. Yeah. All right, Harvey. Lay it on me. What did you do all week?
2: I um, mostly worked. Um, I was thinking about your metaphor. You said another brick in the wall. It's like wow. a metaphor for life. That's
0: didn't mean for that to provoke anything.
2: Well, I was just thinking like... Just like, when, just it, like what it, happened? It would be a better metaphor if it was like a bridge, right? Like another brick in the bridge. Because then you're like building towards something. Um, I mean, not necessarily. Maybe you're just not building anything. Or maybe you're just... When it gets to the other side, the other side of death. Well, when That's you, so
1: funny. You were thinking about that, and I was thinking about the corn remake of that song. <laughs> oh
0: yeah! <Remember? laughs> wow, I didn't realize it was that stupid. I was playing it in reference. my head. Just like
3: corn remade that. Yeah, yeah.
1: They, is it good? they
0: covered it. Harvey, I'll tell you why you're wrong. Why? The sun's gonna explode eventually, and everything we do is gonna be for nothing. So we're just
3: building a useless wall. Okay. <laughs> but how was your week? Other than that, knowing that your <laughs> everything is pointless, I was I was life.
2: I just said that to Pat in the group chat, and then he was like, "What? That doesn't even make sense." <laughs> <laughs> well, my week was good. Um, I didn't really do much. I just worked. Had um, a pretty uneventful week. I skated one time, and that With was who? like the, that was like the only nice day of the week too. Other than that, it was like brutal outside. We would have died. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, but that day was cool for some reason. Uh, what were you saying, Steve?
3: I was asking, who did you skate with? Not uh, me. I said earlier. Oh uh, fuck! Who do you think, Tony Hawk? <laughs> you don't know that. He's just sitting there. Harvey's just skating around, and the fucking Hawk, Hawk, Hawk. Hawk what do we call him? Hawk Meister. The Hawk, <laughs> Hawk? Hawk. I don't believe people call him that. <laughs> no. And just like rolls up and does a Christ air, and just like, yo, you want to skate? Oh fuck! <laughs> <laughs> All right. He's just
1: standing like this. Jesus. Arms out.
0: Jesus Christo.
2: Yeah. Fuck man. Tony Cristo. <laughs> um yeah, I just worked pretty much. It was a it's a good week. Cool. New An video average week. Uh, we're still making the same video game, adding new uh Can we get sponsored by you new guys? New functionalities. Um probably so you, not.
3: Oh. I mean we could promote your shit on here. No. Nah. Get us like a copy. No, we're
2: good.
1: The most he can do is... Uh, <laughs> no, we're good. Not even
3: not even a copy that we all share. I can, I can get us a t-shirt yeah. between the four <laughs> Well, I was going
1: to say, you can uh, play us on speaker at your job one day.
3: <laughs> yeah, I could do that, actually. Yeah, do that.
1: <laughs> Let all three people hear it.
0: All right. Well, uh, my week was uh, also not very eventful. I What did I do? Oh, we went hiking. <clears throat> Harvey didn't mention that, but... Harvey came. Oh yeah, us. that's because it was. Yeah, I mean, it was like yeah, it, it was, was part Sunday. of last week. Yeah, yeah, but we went hiking out the day after we recorded last week's episode. We did some uh, some hiking up at Lake Minnewaska. We got to see this waterfall that everybody raised about, but we got lucky because I believe that this waterfall fall was flowing at maximum capacity, whereas all the photos I've looked at online, it did
3: not look like. I'm pretty sure you're the only person who's ever said that. Mm. Flowing at maximum capacity. And um, you sound sure. pretty excited about sure. it, too.
0: That sense has been used before. Uh, but yeah, it was fun. I made a little video while well, making a little video about my experiences in life.
1: You should narrate it.
0: No, oh, I'm narrating it. Are but I'm know? not narrating the hike. The hike is a.
1: You should narrate it in a true David Attenborough style.
0: <laughs> How would I do that with my monitor? What voice? a British
1: accent. And sporadically say facts.
0: All right, well, <laughs> I'll try. <laughs> but, yeah, other than that, the week was pretty uneventful. It just uh, worked up until now. That's pretty much it. Saw a couple movies. A couple. Actually, I saw, ooh, I saw a nice, lot. Nice, For For me, for my standards. But, yeah, you guys want to start you talk about into those? All? No. I mean, I'll mention them, but Good. especially Good. one is, I know I, I talked about too many last week. But this week I mean it. I'm I'm not gonna talk about the other two.
1: Well last week you didn't talk about too much. You just talked a lot about um Thanks for being my neighbor.
0: Well, no, I saw a lot of movies though. Oh the, you did? Oh. This week two were rewatches. So I only saw one new movie.
1: Oh okay.
0: Yeah. Yeah, who wants to go first? Anybody lose the game? Sean Harvey. No, Harvey
1: lost.
2: Yeah, I actually lost the game. I
1: assigned Harvey.
2: Yeah. Um What was the name of the movie you assigned me?
1: Brazil. Terry uh, Gilliam, yeah, I didn't Robert watch it. Robert Niro?
2: yeah, I guess I'll have to review that next week. Oh, you didn't watch it? Yeah, I watched it. No, oh, got him. You saw mm. that quick, uh, that quick fake out of it. Did?
1: You didn't really linger it too long. Well. Yeah, like you yeah, really it did. did. It was I like, saw, a, yeah,
2: I followed uh, it up too
1: quickly. My, <laughs> you, I don't get to comprehend it <laughs> really. You're figure out what said. What?
2: Um, yeah, <clears throat> Brazil was uh released in 1985. It was directed and written by uh. Terry Gilliam, um, it, uh, stars Robert De Niro, uh, Jonathan Price, um, Ian Holm is in it, a couple good, good actors in it, Bob Hoskins is actually in it, and I didn't know that until I saw him, and I was like, oh shit, it's Bob Hoskins, um, I miss Bob Hoskins, by the way, um, Here's the synopsis. A bureaucrat in a retro future world tries to correct an administrative error and becomes an enemy of the state. Um, yeah, I would say that's uh, pretty accurate. Um, it's like sort of a dystopian science fiction. And um, the movie follows pretty much, it sort of centers on this character. His name is Sam. And uh, this is like a very like bureaucratic centric world uh, where everything has like, red tape around it and you have to follow these insane pre- like procedures to get anything done in the city and uh Sam he works for the government basically and um he is trying to solve sort of solve this uh case which was which started as a mistake on the part of the uh the government they sort of uh, kidnapped the wrong or not kidnapped but arrested the wrong guy because of a printing error and um now Sam is trying to correct this mistake on the part of the government. Um, There's a lot of uh, dysfunction, like, in in this guy's life, and um, there's a lot of dysfunction in this dystopian world. There's, like, uh, terrorist attacks all the time, and um, I think that one great thing about this movie is the irony in in this world that's supposed to be so uh, controlled and... um, and and very methodical there's this chaos in everything that they do they they're making mistakes and there's like this this crazy terrorism problem and um just people dying and and shit um i think the irony and that makes this a pretty good comedy as well and it kind of um helps to um make this style of filmmaking more i think accessible and more um more entertaining for sure. Cause he's definitely making some pretty like heavy, uh, social commentary and like pol- political commentary and, um, in like an absurd, uh, futuristic world and where we could be, um, if we allow, uh, like bureaucracy and, um, and, um, government to have like total control over our lives. Um, but yeah, it's, um, it's a really well-made movie too, especially for like 1985. And, um, sort of the the things that they're going for especially creating like a science fiction society everything looks pretty awesome even by today's standards I think um like the world is shot in such a way that it actually looks complete and it looks it looks accurate, accurate within the um within the realm of, realm of the story um
3: this definitely it seems really out there like, I don't know, I I think Terry Gilliam has, like, this weird way of, like, capturing the future. <laughs> yeah, it's very... It's, like, so
2: distinctive. Yeah, it's very, um, like, dystopian and very surreal. Uh, it's, like, dirty,
3: and, but yeah. not really. Like, I don't know, it's weird, it's hard to describe, it's very gray.
2: Yeah, it is very gray. It, it looks futuristic, but it also looks very retro and yeah. old at the same time. Um, yeah, I think that's a... I think, they like, the art direction and just the, the, uh, the overall look of the movie it just looks great, um... I don't know if I said enough about the plot. But um yeah, Sam also is having like these recurring dreams about this woman and he's saving her. She's sort of like a dam damsel in distress. And um he happens to find a woman who looks exact exactly like her in real life. And he obviously is incredibly attracted to her because he's dreaming about her, so he decides that he needs to find this woman and he needs to meet her. And then when that happens, he finds out that she was sort of implicated in the um, in the like the, the the central plot story about uh, the government kidnapping the wrong guy, and um, they're also chasing like a terrorist played by Robert De Niro, who um. Who um, they believe that she's like uh, in uh, cahoots with, I guess, and uh, yeah. So Sam decides he's gonna save her because he loves her, obviously, and um. Yeah, that. I think that wraps up into like uh a neat and um powerful story, or um like ending. I guess I can't really fucking give that away, but um
4: <laughs>
2: yeah, I think the I think it it has like two uh central stories and I think they weave them together pretty pretty well and um it's a really engaging movie, a really entertaining movie. And um Yeah. I'm surprised that I hadn't seen it sooner. I've always known about it and I've always Thought that I'd uh check it out someday, but yeah.
1: That's, glad uh, I, did. I feel like Terry Gilliam's never really strayed far from that style of filmmaking he's <coughs> like uh he did another one, um, called Zero Theorem with yeah. Christoph Waltz. Well, that's
0: what, yeah, I've heard about that. Yeah.
1: Um that one the story's not as good as Brazil, but uh his style I really enjoy. Yeah. Yeah, I like his movies a lot.
2: Yeah, this um this also reminds me a lot of like um what am I thinking of? Uh, Clockwork Orange. It's, I was gonna uh, say uh, THX. Yeah, it, it yeah it, it it reminds me world. of the world. Yeah, it reminds me of uh, Eleven Thirty Eight a lot too. Um, that's another good one. Yeah, but uh, yeah, it's a great great movie. I would give it. I mean, it's it's difficult. The point is that uh, you're saying
1: it. you you agree that it, it holds up. Yeah, for sure. So that's um, great. yeah, like great. the
2: story is like a five for sure. I would I would give it like a four and a half out of five.
1: Nice. Nice.
0: Gems. Dropping gems on them. Cool. See anything else?
2: <coughs> uh, no, that's it for me. Word.
4: Cool. <clears throat> All
0: right, who wants to go next? What do you guys got? Uh, speaking of gems. Oh god! <laughs> Rush Hour One. What's with what that you know, evil monocle laugh. <laughs> uh, or your or shit. That rich white man laugh. <life. Probably, laughs> he's probably Speaking gonna have a gimmick. He's got a gimmick coming. I know it.
3: It's not. I swear to God, I did not intend for this to happen. It's it's a gimmick. A, I knew it. It wasn't like I swear. Like oh, I what's went the, into this. What's that gym movie? Huh? What What'd you watch? Uh. So I unintentionally watched a. I watched another movie called Never Go Back. So so, why I don't, I don't
1: know about Jack Reacher? Yeah, oh, I seen this dude. <laughs> this is a this, this is a, a sequel to Jack th- Reacher. So did the you reason watch it, this by accident? What?
3: All right, so this is what happened. I was I was really I woke up this morning. I'm like I really want to watch an action movie, and we just came off the Tom Cruise. Just like did that you even wave. see the first one? No, that's the funny part. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm on Hulu and I'm looking at action, and we really discuss what Hulu decides what's action and not because I feel like they don't get it. But that's a discussion for another day. And I just clicked this. I'm like, Jack Reacher. I remember Sean saying something about this. Did you say you like this movie?
1: I think the first one's pretty decent. All right. Well, I watched this one. This one's trash. Yeah, this one's not good. (laughs) I watched this one in hopes that it would be, you know, at least mildly entertaining. So, But the plot is so horrible.
2: Didn't Christopher uh, McCory write the
3: write those
1: jack Reacher? i don't know he, I he it's
3: i mean it's based off a book which i found out after doing some research because i was yeah. so because i got this series confused with jack, ryan. jack ryan yeah, yeah. I so i know. got i always get them confused all the time but uh so just to let you <laughs> let you know about this gem so i watched jack reacher never go back or never i don't even know what the hell it's called never going back never go back and it's directed by edward zeke and apparently he's done like a lot of movies in the 90s and i didn't know that he did like God, I have to like, look at his list, but he did like, a lot of movies, and I'm like, wow, how can you do that and then just like come back and just do this movie? And I think maybe this goes into my first complaint, but uh, I guess let lets you know a little bit about this. Uh, Jack Reacher must uncover the truth behind a major government conspiracy in order to clear his name. You can honestly. Which is the plot of the first one. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, you could honestly put this in any espionage movie and it's the same shit. So, you didn't watch <laughs> the first one? No.
0: <laughs> like, there's always
3: gimmicks with these things. Dude, I didn't mean for this to be a gimmick. I didn't realize the name of the movie until halfway when I paused watched. and I'm like, I'm like, just wait, like, what the fuck? <laughs> Steve only rewatches
2: movies, watches half of movies, or watches a sequel to a movie <laughs> without with watching the, first the original. <laughs> Those are the only options. You can't just watch a movie. No,
3: I technically watch a movie. I just, I just unintentionally have gimmicks with mine. So this movie, this movie definitely feels dated. It feels like something from er just two years ago. But no, like I'm talking (laughs) about dated. I mean, like dated, like early aughts, like early two thousands, like shit. You just be like. Because, like, action movies have elevated and evolved over, like, a- at least the last couple of years, but this one just feels super just, like, something that would, like, come out in the 90s, and you're, like, the
1: dialogue so is... Something that might have, like, Tommy Lee Jones in it. Yeah, section. exactly.
3: Like, Bro. <laughs> uh, like, some shit on VHS, and I'm, like, the dialogue is Sounds good. pretty fucking... Pretty rough. Uh, Colby Smolders is in this. Uh, she, I think, is the weakest part of this movie. Her performance is, like, cringeworthy. Uh, I think... The worst crime that this film does, though, is an action movie with Tom Cruise. And we don't get the best part. Hmm. We don't get that run. There's no run? Dude, it's there's a run, run, but they, there, they there, don't highlight yeah. it.
1: And there's they, some horrible fight scenes in this movie, what yeah, I remember. A, yeah, dude. Especially the in the kitchen scene.
3: The, that's exactly what <laughs> I was going to say. That kitchen scene was fucking horrible. So, you know, the one thing I like seeing how visceral the action was. Comparing this to like a mis- like a Mission Impossible where we see every hit and you feel it. This movie cuts. Same director, too. It's weird. No, no, it's a different director. For this one? For this one, is different. The first oh. one had the Mission Impossible director, so maybe that's why you found it decent. Maybe yeah. there was something there. But yeah, he might know what he's doing a little bit.
1: Well, he but. did one of my favorite action movies of all time, uh, Way of the Gun with Benicio. That was really good. Yeah. You should check that out. Never watch
4: it. I'll check McCord? that out. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, there, another recommendation
1: if, you if you're looking for something along the lines of looking, Jack I'll, Reacher. Yeah, I'm looking for like, a good out, action, um, action movie, something fun. Check out The Accountant with Bre- um, Ben Rip. Affleck. Oh, yeah, it's <laughs> it's not Bradford. horrible. It's not bad? It's not bad, no. Hmm. I'll, check, I'll check out Waze again. It scat- sounds, on sounds interesting. It's not accountant. horrible, I'll say
4: that. Yeah.
3: No, but it's just. Uh, I was just really in the mood for a good action movie. and uh, I was just like, It wasn't like I was disappointed because I really didn't have any thoughts on it but I enjoyed Tom Cruise enough to where I thought it could like st- like just get through and I'm like oh this could be fun and it Tom just kind of uh, it kind of very popular r- this week yeah and he just I don't know I feel like they just didn't use him like I felt like he barely had lines and like every time he did he just had that you know that stalk he always had that look like his he just kind of like moves his eyes and he's just trying to like figure something out in his head yeah. that's all he did the whole movie we didn't get to see the run look. which is the, the worst part uh if I have to rate it, I guess I'll give it man I don't like I feel like a two, but I feel like that's just being too nice, like I'm just being generous at this point with all your heart, yeah, I just love Tom and i don't i don't I think he could do better I love him too <laughs> i lo-
0: I love him so much that i i I watched uh I spent like throughout the week you know on my second monitor, I'll throw on a YouTube video of just him doing stunts into, no him getting into arguments on talk shows about pseudoscience and shit. <laughs>
1: Dude I love yeah. that shit I've seen a bunch of those Do yeah. you ever see the one who's like Have you read those 200 pages yes. I have Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Is that the one Where he's, out? he's like He's on, on the that. news here. Yeah I've read these documents He's
0: like <laughs> <laughs> He's like no 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 No
1: There's the best shit yeah. You don't know what it's like
0: And I don't even know What the fuck they're talking about be the about, first
1: responder man. To want to pull over Help somebody in need That's what Scientology is. <laughs> when he's
0: When he's talking I really don't know What the fuck he's talking about I, I, I like it though
1: yeah, I love it.
3: <laughs> uh,
0: fucking Tom Cruise, God bless him. God
3: bless his heart, man. You know what? This gets a this gets a solid two and a half, man. Just for Tom being in there. Wow. Fuck it. All fucking right. watch it, guys. Watch it all. We have to watch every no, movie. I'm gonna well. watch
0: the first one first. You dummy. <laughs> I don't should... think
3: I honestly didn't think I missed much of the story. To be honest, I, watching both, did I miss
1: anything? No, not really. It's the, the first one just <laughs> looks better, and it has just. Feels, but it has it creates it a nice, yeah, a nice feel to like the action and like the, the way they set up his character.
3: Okay, well, shit.
1: It's definitely going by like certain structure though that it's still not great. Like certain like action structure that probably out has all uh, hands the director.
0: Word. Anything else, Steve? Should you watch anything else?
3: I watched Never Go Back. So,
0: yeah, the movie we're supposed to watch. Never going back. You mean? <laughs> yeah, same shit, right? All right, we watched both Never Go Backs. What about yeah. you, Sean?
1: Um, just for time, I'll go through a couple things. Jesus, just for time. I watch, um, okay, He's so like here's, a thing. here's the thing. Back. Real quick, I'll <laughs> I'll I already know what you I'll, watched because you spoiled it. I'll uh, ask you guys because uh, the movie that I watch actually comes out officially next week. I don't know if you if uh, if we're gonna review Listen, it. Two oh. movies you watch come out next week. Well, I watched uh, Prayer Before Dawn. Okay, that that comes out next week. Yeah, I don't know if I should talk about it. No, let's wait. Okay. Um. So then I watch Hot Summer Nights.
0: That also comes out like this coming week, right? No, it came
1: out uh, last week.
4: I
0: haven't seen the showings for it.
1: Uh, no, it's says straight to do, um, DVD. B-O-D. Really? <laughs> yeah. There's no There's no release for it. What? Where yeah, is it? Direct TV released it. Probably Direct TV probably is bad. Um. So yeah. So I watch Hot Hot Summer Nights. This is a coming of age film with Timothy Chalamet and How do you say her first name? Mako Monroe. Makayla Monroe, sure. Uh, from It Follows, you might know her from. Obviously, we oh, know. Oh, she's great. Yeah, we all know Timothy Chalamet. Oh, he's great too. So, basically, what I'll just read in the plot or anything. This movie is about a kid, a very, very privileged kid, who gets sent. Uh, his mom sends him to um, Cape Cod to spend the summer. In Cape Cod, he runs into a bit of uh, trouble. He meets, uh, I guess, the town's badass, and he gets involved with selling drugs with drugs with this guy in Cape Cod yeah the town. It, oh, i badass. should i should also mention it takes place in the late 80s early 90s i believe and him and this uh badass dude is fucking selling weed and these are keep in mind these are the most clean cut of like people you'll ever see as like being painted like the fucking like the devils in this movie like the way they talk about them like this guy like he's killed somebody but he's wearing like a fucking like lacrosse shirt it's weird <laughs>
0: <laughs> I did serve the editor of this film. Oh, you did? Yeah.
1: Oh, okay. That's, That's interesting. Yeah, long did story, know, oh.
0: I eavesdropped on their entire conversation for the night. Really?
1: Yeah. I will say this. This movie clearly doesn't know what it wants to be. It doesn't know if it wants to be a dark thriller, coming-of-age film, a comedy, or a romance. It's, it's all over the place. The payoff is probably the worst part about the movie, the way the movie settles itself. The characters are not enjoyable to watch. You don't believe anything they're, they're, any struggle that they're going through. You don't believe that the this guy can fucking beat the shit out of a drug dealer because he looks like I can take him. It's weird. Um, I don't know. I just feel like the casting was a bit off with this movie. I think Timothy Chalamet's talents was completely wasted. The plot is fucking horrible. I was so offended because the trailer sets it up to be really good. I was I was actually looking forward to this movie. Um, but it was a huge, too, yeah, it was a huge disappointment. Very,
0: very big disappointment. Looks stylistically cool, and it's also it's it's
1: also I wouldn't even say referencing, but I also think that it's stealing from a lot of other good films. Like uh, it, it takes a lot of the dialogue uh, wittiness of uh, Wes Anderson movies just to edit in techniques as well. The colors, um, but yeah, very disappointed. I'd probably give it a one and a half. That is rough. God damn. It's pretty bad. Uh, I also watched Ghost Stories. Oh, how was that? This was a movie that actually came out not too long ago. Is it
0: better than a ghost story?
1: Um, Those are two very different movies. Are are you proud of
0: yourself? I'm sure it's better.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Are you proud of yourself? Let me get my uh, little... Horror movie, I'm assuming? It is... uh, Yeah, more or less. It's a horror movie. So this movie actually... uh, It's based on a stage play that was uh, written and directed by... um, Andy Newman, who's also the writer of the film and also the actor, the lead actor. And it stars Martin Freeman as one of the roles. So the movie sets up to be kind of like an anthology that uh that centers around the main character who is um invest- who's like a paranormal debunker. So he'll like uh he has his own TV show where he debunks and pretty much outs everyone that says that like they can like pick up on readings and supernatural entities and things like that and he gets handed uh three cases that's supposed to defy all his um philosophy on that stuff. So he goes to like interview all these people and the story all their stories are told in flashbacks and cutaways and it's very creepy. All their stories are very intriguing and it is a very beautiful film to look at. It's shot very nicely. I believe it's shot on like the Cornish like seaside and it just has this kind of like fall like very draggy look to it and it looks really nice. I like that style of like, kind of like a Calvary in a way. Ooh, I like that. Yeah, like so that. the character's interesting. The story sets up to be, like, a horror movie. There is a lot of creeper imagery. There are some moments where you're with the characters in their uh, flashbacks. And uh, I like that it's not... I like that the supernatural stuff in the movie is not quick and, like, kind of like jump scares. But it sets up to be haunting. And it really works in this movie. And it does have some good cameos in this movie as well. That I won't mention. Um, The thing that I didn't really like about this movie. Is the ending. It kind of has a very. TV ending to it. Kind of cheap and uninspired. And I know this movie was based on a a stage play. Which is why I can see. They chose to keep that direction. And that ending. But overall I did like the movie. I like the way it looks. I think the stories are pretty interesting. I like the character as well. And I would probably give it a three and a half out of five.
3: Nice. I, I want to check this out. I've been. I think see. it's
1: a. It's definitely worth the recommendation uh, and a checkout. But uh, I guess uh, ooh, I'll put a pin on prayer for Dawn.
3: Yeah, maybe.
0: Maybe. We can all see it and talk yeah. about. It. Yeah. Because I'm. I de- that looks great.
1: Yeah, and it is getting an official release because it's been uh, in the runs in the outside the U.S. in the last two months or so, I believe. Yeah. So it's coming to... 824, right? Yeah, 824.
0: God. I believe Hot Summer Nights is 824 too, though.
1: Was it? I'm not sure.
0: I believe it is. But hey, they're trying. Yeah. They rarely strike out, but... uh, Yeah. So that's it for me. Okay, cool. Um, Yeah, I watched three movies this week other than the main review, but two are rewatches, so I don't need to get into them. Uh, I tried to watch all Mission Impossibles this week. Oh, how did that go? I'll watch the first one.
4: <laughs>
0: I don't have the fucking attention span to get through the other five in one week. But, yeah, the first one holds up. I like it. Yeah, it's very 90s feeling, but I enjoy it.
3: Definitely I haven't haven't seen any of these movies in so long. I just kinda I I wanna turn re- that on in a fucking long re- time. Yeah, I want to revisit just because I want to see the evolution of the franchise. Yeah, that's what I'm trying to do.
0: Maybe each week I'll just do one. Yeah.
3: I mean that's the way I did with uh Rush Hour every year. You know, every year I watch one a week and you know, that's how I get through it. Um also I I go back to
0: films at when I was sixteen and I decided that I was gonna like movies and I watched, but like maybe didn't appreciate much. Um I rewatched Full Metal Jacket for some reason. <laughs> um, I kind of wanted to go back, like, backwards in Stanley Kubrick, but I should have started with Eyes Wide Shut or something. Um, yeah, holds up. I don't know. I mean, it's... What else can you say? Yeah, what else can you say? <laughs> it's not like, yeah. I mean, it's just, it's hilarious, too, kind of. <laughs> like, the first act <laughs> the hooker. with uh, Vincent D'Onofrio. Yeah. <laughs> It's good stuff. Very good stuff. Um Yeah, so let's get on to what I actually watched this week in theaters now. In one theater in New York, I'm
1: very surprised by this. I'm going to guess. I have no idea, but because you posted a story that you cried I was like, "What can he have cried to?"
0: Wait, have you watched the do the right film uh Instagram story at all? No. Oh, okay. I saw so your I story. Give it away.
1: Oh, no, I didn't see that. I was going to say, um, don't worry, he won't get far on foot. You must, must have had no, I some swear, intel. I, I swear to God. Because I was like, what's out right now that can make him cry? And a lot I, of
0: shit. I can cry easy.
1: And I thought about that movie. I'm a big boy. It here. could
0: have been Three Identical Strangers, but what if that made me no, cry? I didn't
1: think about that. Mm. What
0: a, do you watch, suspect? I watched no, I Don't Worry, He Won't Get Far on Foot. Oh. So this is playing at one theater for some reason. Mm. and um, Well, spoiler alert, I guess I teared up a it's little It's going to
1: come to Amazon in a month, I believe.
0: Well, so this is a Gus Van Zandt film uh, starring uh, Joaquin Phoenix, Jonah Hill, Rooney Mara, Jack Black. Pretty star-studded, right? Uh, The synopsis is, on the rocky path to sobriety after a life-changing accident, John Callahan discovers the healing power of art, willing his injured hands into drawing hilarious, often controversial cartoons, which brings him a new lease on life. Now, at first glance, that sounds like... Oscar bait bullshit, right? Just like, look at his performance. He plays it so well. And, um, you know, movies like that. They're good movies, but they have that feel to them. Like, off the top of my head, I would say uh, the one with Eddie Redmayne, where he plays Stephen Hawking. Uh, and the other mm-hmm. one is on right The Sessions. Right. So, like, stuff like that, right? Just mm-hmm. preachy, like Oscar bait. My Left Foot. Yeah, stuff like that. They're great, but... There's something about this movie that sets it apart. And I obviously would like to believe that Gus Van Sant is behind that. This movie is played very, very differently. Almost in the way that like Scorsese does a biopic. You know,
1: We forgot uh, Diamond Bowl and Butterfly.
0: <laughs> oh, yeah. Right. Um, and the thing I like about this movie so much is its ability to... Be so much more than a showcase of performance and, and uh you know achievement, and I think uh, just some things about the movie. Right, um, Joaquin Phoenix plays John Callahan. He's he becomes a quadriplegic, and uh, kind of plays into the title. Don't worry, he won't get far on foot. Um, and that alludes to. I actually went into this not knowing. It was a, about a real person. Had no idea. But this is based on a, a guy named John Callahan. So uh, he he struggles with alcoholism, like severe alcoholism. Um, I won't really say what causes his quadriplegia. But basically he meets some people along his, his journey to sobriety. Um, Jack Black being one of the first ones he meets. We also have Jonah Hill. Jonah Hill's great in this. He plays he plays like this kind of slightly flamboyant gay guy who um how how do you explain? It? He's like he's like the uh the self help guy. He's <laughs> is like, he like a sponsor? <laughs> yeah, he is a sponsor. He's an AA sponsor, but he has group talks at his at his uh his house. Okay. Where we some of his he calls them Piglets, my piglets, mm. the sponsees. <laughs> <laughs> his piglets. So Jonah Hill is like flamboy. He's got all this r- fucking Does nice he wear a clothes. Kimono? He doesn't wear a kimono, but it's in the realm of that. Like, like he, he has, he, he has like
3: when he's home, he's like draped and very yeah, fine. Yes, exactly, I can definitely get that vibe. All right, I, I have a picture in my head.
0: Yes, that's exactly what he's doing in this movie, and he's got a beard and hair down to his like waist. And um, I'm
3: checking out everyone's facial hair in this movie. It looks pretty sick. Jack Black has a nice mustache.
0: Yes, and this is a, a bit of a period piece, too. This takes place late 70s, early 80s, I believe, uh, over the span of time. Um, yeah, so I will say Jonah Hill is great. Rooney Mara has a very small part. She's an important part in this movie. It's it's still a small part. And then uh, Joaquin Phoenix is the star of the show here. He's playing John they, Killian.
1: Uh, they date in real life. Yeah. Oh, do they? Yeah.
3: I
0: like that. That's probably why they have such great chemistry. This isn't the first time they've been in a film together. Um, Her? So, yeah, his performance is on fucking believable And he has such a unique approach to acting that it doesn't seem like he has acting chops. Like He doesn't look like he's acting. Like, I don't know, I, I get, like, with that Stephen Hawking... I don't even remember the name of that movie. Theory of Everything. Theory of Everything. Uh, I get, like, this vibe that he's, like... He's playing this character, and he's you know he's doing a good job, but it's theatric and, and stylized and oscar Beatty.
3: The thing about Walking Phoenix is like he's able to kind of like, he becomes that person. Like yes. you, you think he is that person. His character is
0: similar. I don't know if you watched the only PTA movie I couldn't even fucking get through, Heron Vice. Oh, I love that. Uh, he
1: They're actually in another movie that I might poke this week together. Poke? Uh, poke. That Mary movie. The Mary? biblical movie. Mary? Yeah he, plays, oh, yeah, he plays Jesus. Yes,
0: I heard yeah. about this. He um, plays what? Mary. <laughs> <Yeah>. You don't know, <laughs> know about this? Yeah, I saw like a small it's trailer on, for It's uh, it.
1: on Amazon. You can watch it. Mary Magdalene, whatever yeah. it's called, something.
0: Um, so basically, uh, yeah, Joaquin Phoenix puts his own spin on this character, and it's just like he's almost playing himself a little bit, but his self kind of aligns with the actual guy. I don't know much about him, so I can't say for sure. Uh, I was, I I did shed a tear a little bit. I was, I was very emotional a little bit. Not, not like, won't you be my neighbor crying, but, uh, yeah, this movie has a lot of heart. Uh, it, it, it's very entertaining. It moves very well. It moves like a Scorsese film a little bit. I don't know. I think, uh, this is one of, I haven't seen like a lot of Gus Van Sant's works, but, uh, I think this is probably one of his best just on a whim. I think he um God, I mean the performance is is absolutely phenomenal, and like all the cues are there. There's a lot of animation where the guy's uh cartoon art comes to life, and he um he's basically learning. he he can barely move his arms, but he can you know he's like slightly quadriplegic, he starts drawing in that state and he he makes these really funny cartoons and gets them published and and it's just his um his struggle through through being who he is and there's moments in his life that he has to face with where I would like probably fucking kill myself and it's just him facing it. And you and it's full frontal, you know, it's he he actually faces it. And uh that's the really emotional scenes in the movie come come from that. And yeah, I really wish this was playing in more theaters. I'm really upset. This is probably one of my favorites of the year.
1: Well, it's coming to wide release. That that was their plan, I yeah, suppose. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. yeah,
0: but I think this is fucking... Oh, man. I enjoy this a lot. Like, top five.
1: I can't wait to check it out. I can't wait to check it out. You should uh, check out his uh, his movie from la- last year or two years ago. Sea of Trees. You might like that.
0: I heard bad things. <laughs> I liked it. You I did? thought yeah, I thought it was decent. Gus Van Zandt's a weird director.
1: Yeah, he has, I love him, though.
0: He's very... I don't know, he's got a he's got a lot of range on him, I think.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh yeah, I love this movie, dude. I, I Joaquin Phoenix second movie of the year that I'm giving five stars to.
3: You might I mean, nice, I'm looking nice, at this nice. uh this Jesus movie that he's coming out with. This might be your third. <laughs> <laughs> you think so?
1: Dude. I don't that know. That looks horrible, but I want to see it. Yeah. Come on, man.
0: Uh yeah, dude, just you guys gotta see this. I don't know if like you get bored this week, maybe run over to Regal, I think it's playing.
1: Mm-hmm. Or I, I ain't going to Regal. Or you can wait a month.
0: Just like Regal. I don't want you guys to wait a month. Yeah, it's playing at Regal you, Union Square. Yeah,
1: that's the only place it's showing.
0: It's not that bad. There won't be a lot of people in there.
3: Yeah, <laughs> like are you just like reassuring? It's like
1: don't
0: I worry. Went to, I went, went to the theater that's like placed behind the concession stand. I never yeah. went to. Yeah, dude, check this one out if you can. If you're gonna wait, I guess wait. But man, is it good? <laughs> man, is you'll it be missing good. out. Oh, also, I should mention this is not like highly rated on Letterbox. A lot of people are just giving us, like, meh, three stars. Like, I don't get it. I really don't get it.
1: You know what's funny? All his movies are like that. That's all his movies I, are rated. Do, do just, they
0: have this preconceived expectation of I think, Gus Van Zandt, I, and then they, they watch it with that pretext? I don't know. The
1: thing is, like, when he makes a movie, uh, his name's not heavily attached to a film tour. Like, oh, the new <laughs> Gus Van Zandt movie's coming out. Yeah. His movies really rely on, like, what they are. Like, well, that's just what as I'm a saying. Movie.
0: I went into this not caring that he... And th- and that's the it.
1: way he is, and I'm, that's the way I like him. Yeah, he's not a flashy director, but his movies like have this like heart to it. That's very relatable, and it's like warm, kind of like like, uh, Goodwill Hunting when he made that. That's like a sh- that's one of my favorite movies, and yeah, without the, his style into it, I think it's just
0: yeah. And when you, regular when you when you bring up Goodwill Hunting, Gus Van Sant's the last thing you think of usually. It's yeah. like a mainstream focus. Mm-hmm. He's not attached to that movie in in the. In he the directed way that like, James Cameron is yeah, attached yeah, exactly. to something. That's how
1: know? he is with all his films. He's made like eight films in the last 10 years that you yeah, probably haven't heard is,
0: This has got to be some of his best work, man. I love this movie.
1: Yeah.
0: Joaquin Phoenix I'll check it out. is a fucking I'll probably go this week. Yeah, do it. Mm-hmm.
4: That's
0: it for me. Let's, uh, let's move on. You guys uh, got anything else you want to talk about?
1: Nope. All well, right. yeah, no. No? <laughs> well... 'Cause I just remember what else is coming out next week and we're probably not gonna pick um uh Prayer Before Dawn as the main review. We're probably gonna go with the Meg, I would assume.
3: No, I'm not watching that I refuse to give them more money. The There's Meg. a few things we could pick next week.
2: So I don't know. Now you know where I'm standing. I, I kinda wanna see Black Klansman. I we'll wanna see that too. It. Yeah,
3: we'll, we'll talk, talk about we'll it. We'll do talk about it.
2: But yeah. That's
0: it. Uh for the the mini reviews there. Let's uh, let's move on.
1: Jesse Cap- Mm. You have to get up now, because I have something really, really awesome to show you. Did you draw a dick on my face? (laughs) (laughs) You think it's funny? We are going to Galveston for your birthday. Oh my god! Ah! We deserve this. Uh We work our asses off. Let's
4: go to the
2: fucking beach. Y'all gonna be up later? No,
0: because we actually have
4: to work tomorrow. Sucks for y'all. Not when we're
0: at the beach next week. <laughs> Never going back. Jesse and Angela, high school dropouts, are taking a week off to chill at the beach. Too bad their house got robbed, Rent's due, and they're about to get fired, and they're broke.
1: I did not know there were high school dropouts. I uh, thought it it was it's like, mentioned in a throwaway line while yeah. they're laying in bed. I guess I didn't listen. I don't know if it was throwaway. It. Oh, uh, yeah. Maybe not. Uh, just, I just other numbers. I think made a big there deal are, about uh, There are things going on She's in that like scene where out. I was distracted.
0: <laughs> uh, stop. So this is uh, written and directed by um, someone named Augustine Frizzell. Has she done anything else? Uh, I, think I think this think is her featured yeah. debut. Yeah, she plays first Clara's feature. wife in a ghost story. Interesting.
1: <laughs> she, was in a, she was in a bunch of I shit. How do you know who Clara is? She's a main, main actress. an uh, actress.
0: Yeah. Um, so, yeah, this could be her, uh, her only... Uh, Directorial okay. debut I'm not sure uh, This is starring Maya Mitchell And Camilla Marone this, Those are the two uh, main characters uh, We also have some supporting characters We have Kyle Mooney uh, Joel Allen Christopher Brauho And Aristotle Abraham The second Nice name You're Probably going to have to lose, lose that If you want to be in the show business
1: Or just go by Aristotle
0: Yeah <laughs> Yeah, Kyle Mooney's also in this. I said that, though. He's like the biggest name in here, I feel like. Uh, Yeah. What did you guys think of Never Going Back? I should also mention this is an A24 movie, and we all know their repertoire is serious, so it's not just a random movie we picked. Yeah. What would you guys think?
3: Yeah, I guess I'll go first. Go for it. Let me do a stretch. Let's do it. All right, uh, so kind of going into this it seemed very much a plotless film like i mean uh, i'm definitely into that but so i kind of went into it not really knowing much or expecting much i thought it was more going to be just like this character like we're observing these characters in their day-to-day lives and i'm totally down for that and i'm about it but for some reason this this movie didn't struck a chord with me all as much as i thought it was i there's inherent elements that i do like I, i i like them You know, I like their characters in a way because I felt like, (laughs) I like, I like their interactions with each other and I, and they felt genuine in certain aspects, but overall I felt, I don't know, like, I think the comedy just didn't hit it off for me a lot. There was maybe, maybe two, two jokes that kind of made me chuckle. I was like, (laughs) and then that's it. Um. And just overall, like I just uh, you know I really didn't get much out of this movie. I felt like and this might i don't know I, I doubt that most people would agree with me, but I felt like it was a, it's a hodgepodge of like a twenty four like what makes a good a twenty four movie like I felt like it was just a lot of elements of just like, oh, you throw in a little bit of this, you throw in a little bit of that, and it just kind of thought that, oh, this is what makes a good movie, and it just none of those none of those kind of elements like you know coming of age story just there wasn't elements enough there for me to kind of like grip to the characters that much. Uh, though it was plotless, it still wasn't enough for me to like, I don't know, it's just like, I feel like something was inherently missing throughout this whole movie for me and I just, I wasn't gripped at all. Uh, not to say it's a horrible movie because there's definitely bad movies out there, but it just, yeah, this, I don't think this one was for me. Didn't do it for you? No, I not think the comedy was the worst part. I think Kyle Mooney had some like, I think he was the only person that made me laugh just because it's just Kyle Mooney and just saw the way he delivers shit. It's pretty fucking funny. It's just his whole like being. But overall, there's just certain lines and certain like pieces of dialogue when delivered. It just seems so like, like you knew they were reading verbatim or you can know that it didn't seem like Hmm. the characters. I don't know. It just didn't seem genuine to me. Uh, I just, I don't know if it, I don't know. This movie just, I guess it just wasn't, wasn't my thing. How do you guys feel? I'm pretty lukewarm on it.
0: Lukewarm. Yeah.
3: I would say that... um, Five out of five for you?
4: (laughs) Relax.
0: (laughs) I would say that I disagree a little bit with some of the comedy. I think some of it came off pretty natural. Um, Not to sound like a male chauvinist, but uh, a lot of it was from the men in the movie that I I think did a really good job on delivering the, the humor.
3: Yeah, her brother. Not
0: so much the girls. I think they had good chemistry. Um, but like when they were delivering jokes, they didn't seem as natural as the, the bros.
3: It seemed like they were reading. I don't know. That's, that's what I mean. Like it just didn't seem, it was coming off fluidly, you know, it it seemed like they were reading off a piece of paper, which they technically were, but you know what I mean? Right. Yeah. And I I think when you have, and that's why I always compare Kyle Mooney because he is a comedian naturally. So when you have someone like that and he kind of probably takes it on his own and just does his own thing. And it, I think it just works better for me and that, and that aspect anybody else want to speak I, I, would, truth? I
1: would i would say that i understand what you're saying there's in this movie it does have that backdrop of like this decaying poverty written town that they're in and they're well a part of that and their charisma and charm is pretty it's pretty interesting to me and i believe uh, it's believable but there's also this side of like these her brother and his friends, and it kind of seems like they're almost like non-actors given this, uh, these things that they have to perform to hit these marks to be funny, and it kind of seems student, like almost like student early 90s humor, that's kind of uh unoriginal and very dated, but it also has this very charm inside to it with the relationship with the girls, yeah. so it's kind of uneven in that re- respect, but. Overall, I did enjoy the movie as a whole. I do like their characters. I do like that the story takes place within like a couple of days. And they're kind of just like meandering throughout the town that they're in. And I like that. And I I do believe that these people could be friends and people that I, I've probably met in my life. Um, I, do, I, I, I do like it. The movie just centers on like them trying to accomplish something very simple. And it's very like brought down scale and like reality. And it, it works. I think that works for me. But like I said, I think what brings it down is that juxtaposed of like these characters being kind of very like slapsticky in a way.
3: Yeah, that's a great, you made a great point when you said student. I hate to sound like it seems mean to say that, but there's definitely elements where like, yeah, like there's, you know, there's a joke coming and they pause Yeah. and then they say the joke and it's
1: like, Mm -hmm. and I was in a theater and you know. I think for when in regards to humor with the movie, I think the most realistic, uh, I would say, humor that works is probably Kyle Mooney and the way he speaks and the, what his lines are. But whenever you have the the brothers and his friends, it almost seems like okay, these guys don't have lines. Let's just make them like dance with each other and see what comes out of that. That was fucking
3: horrible. I hated that.
1: And it also <laughs> seems like they're trying to like go off of kind of like uh, Judd Apatow style of humor, that doesn't like. That's kind of like a parody of it in a way. Yeah. I think
0: uh, I think I like that, though. I think I would take that over badly like robotic written comedy that I've seen mm-hmm. in a lot of movies. I recently. guess what I'm
1: trying to say, I think those guys don't really have any charm or charisma to be funny to me. But like what the they're brother, doing is, to be it's you. stupid, and it's stupid funny, but it, it doesn't work in what, I don't know. It doesn't work for me.
0: It worked for me. I I like the brother. I think he's funny, and I like his haircut and his glasses. I think Mm -hmm. they did a good job. I looked at the actual Well, I'm saying that's what
1: I mean by, like, I don't know, very prosthetic humor and kind of slapstick.
0: Right, it is slapsticky. But that goes with one of my problems with the movie, too, um, is that I felt like I needed to take it seriously in the the first half. Mm -hmm. And I think the movie just snowballs into a different tone that is kind of off-putting. I think it it seems like a serious like, you know, almost like eight twenty four American Honey. That's what like, I'm
3: saying. It's a hodgepodge of all these different right. elements, or like Spring the, the, Breakers. Yeah, and like, like this director or writer, and whoever then, like, sat, the, saw all these movies, like, oh, let me add this element. Let me add this. Like, but trying then, to make a good like, movie. Uh, then
0: it goes like, like super bad, or humor, like half you know?
1: baked, like those guys in the room together.
0: Yeah, but then it turns into like more like super bad type
3: humor, right? Like it turns into. Yeah. Honestly, man, I'm gonna say this I mean, you guys might not agree but you could have I, I, I could have taken less of the brother and her and his friends. I didn't like them. They didn't they <laughs> I felt like they were just like like I like the fact like where the story kinda takes them and if they were more in the background it would have been fine, but the fact that we cut back to them and see what they're doing it just seemed pointless and I'm like he's like why why? Why? Like They're I don't, just I don't, I back I, like, to them maybe, but I, I, don't I don't know, genuinely I didn't care. Like the dancing sequence was like cringe worthy to me, and then it's just yeah. I kind of liked it.
1: <laughs> I, I think that, f- especially with the dancing scene, like you have these guys who are probably are not, don't have any like in, like ounce of funniness to them in real life, but you're forcing them to be funny in this movie, and it's kind of hard to watch. Yeah,
3: it's like really hard to watch for me. There's. Like I said, there's only a few moments that I thought were like kind of like that got me to laugh, mm-hmm. but it definitely, I honestly would have just, less of them. Like I really would have less of them. I think, I think it's even more impressive if they're
0: they're not good actors that they got those performances out of them because like I'm jaded because like Tappy will watch so much bad TV, and and um, she just like puts on mindless bad TV to like do dishes to or something, and like to see them try to read funny lines versus letting these guys just try it out. I think it I think it kind of works for me. I'll right. be honest with you.
1: But does that work for you in with tone with the rest of the film?
0: No, but if you take those moments out alone, I right. it's like I two different movies here. Right, but I enjoyed those moments as an independent thing, I see. but the overall feeling of the movie is affected by that sharp, abrupt, tonal juggling. Mm-hmm. What about you, Harvey? You haven't spoken one word.
3: Come on um, in, Harvey. Yeah. Come on in. Yo, um, man, pull out the notes. Um, I would say that I I'm,
2: I think I'm on the other end of the spectrum. Well, in terms of, like, Steve, uh, I think I'm on the other end of the spectrum. I like this movie. I really like this movie. <clears throat> I think um, the atmosphere is really cool, and I think the world that they've built, I think it seems uh, fairly accurate, and it's... Um, it feels like lived in, and it feels um, it feels pretty relatable to me. I think um, I think the characters are in, enjoyable, and I think uh, non offensive, and for the most part, are uh, non offensive for the most part, and I think they're like even endearing at times. I I, I believe that the brother and the friends definitely aren't as um, well. First of all, like their acting isn't nearly as good as the um, the two girls. But I think their characters are enjoyable, and I think they're fun um yeah, yeah I would agree with that yeah i think uh I think they're definitely non actors for the most part or or maybe very early on in their careers they're not very great, but I think um the humor the the style of humor that they do i think it's i think it works on a certain level. I definitely laughed a few times, I think the dancing I thought the show was hilarious
4: <laughs> me too
2: um i think um penetrate the floor. Yeah, you got to penetrate the floor after that. I thought I thought that was a great scene. Um I think the humor definitely works for them. I think it, there's some points where they definitely miss, for sure. Like um but I think that could be even attributed to the editing. I think the editing could have made a lot more scenes with them more powerful, for sure. Um I think that was if anything, I think that was uh, one of the major hiccups in this movie and I think the directing it is her fe- it is like her uh future debut. I think she's still very um inexperienced in some ways and like uh projecting and displaying humor, but I think a lot of stuff definitely works for me and I, I got a, a big kick out of it. Um <laughs> I like the two characters a lot. They were definitely the best part of the movie. Yeah. They're like Sean said, they're really uh charming and they've got a ton of charisma. Um I think um with if they had like been on screen for like a higher percentage of the time i think it would have made it definitely a little bit better um but i'm fine with the way uh it's it's uh it is now i think uh yeah i think they were funny and likable i wanted them to succeed um i think their setbacks and like their um issues that they had they were fucking really funny and entertaining um they had like this sort of like can't win day and uh, or it was actually like a couple of days. I think uh, that misfortune and uh, and like that really bad luck just made for some really fucking funny scenes. But it's not um like too severe to stop like that. That sort of fun ride that I think this movie is. It's like a, that it is. I think um, that did, however, mean that the stakes never got too great. Or too large for me, and I think that was a problem. I think this movie could have been a lot better if, uh, if some like higher stakes had been introduced. Because, uh, yeah. you know, like you guys said, for the most part, it's plotless, but uh, if some like real life, like perhaps like life or death stakes are have, had been introduced, I think it could have made for a more compelling story. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, other than that, I mean. I, I still enjoy this movie quite a bit. Um, I think it's, I think it's daring in a way. I think it's like more brave than, like uh, like those appetite movies we, or you guys mentioned. Um, I think that's, for the most part, just like just, like glorified like improv on on film. Um, I think this had some uh, interesting humor, and like some more like true to life humor that we don't see very often. Like people aren't just standing around like just being witty the entire time. Like, I
3: think we sit around just be witty all the time. No,
2: none of us are witty.
3: <laughs>
2: but um yeah, I I really enjoyed this movie.
3: Yeah. I would, like yeah, I I agree with certain aspects. I think I think they are my favorite part of the um uh, uh God, Angela and Jesse and and they're they're the most, and that's why I think I wanted more of them because I like their story. I like how the way they just like Chambord like meandered from the town. Like their interactions within the town, I enjoy. Like it reminded me a lot of just like like small towns in America. You know, like it's like a fucking hot ass like summer day, and they're like going to work and they're sweating. I've been there. You know, when you like you like have to get to work and you have to. Well, that's because you didn't have a car. The yeah.
2: Part I really love. I had a car. Well, when, they, when they're when they just, like, in the fucking heat walking all day, and then they go into the, the, uh, the, the supermarket, supermarket oh, for that yeah. blast. I feel that here. <laughs> yeah, I feel man. that in
3: New York. So, that oh. yeah, there's, like, elements. Especially
0: this. I don't know if you guys have been in this food bazaar. Yeah. But they put all, they put everything in a refrigerated room rather than those. Yeah. It's ridiculous.
3: So, yeah. And the one thing I would say, another positive. I like how, I hate to sound like say, dirty the world felt in a way. Like, their world and the things around them, like, it just seemed... It seemed real. Like, it's like the the house they lived in was just like... It seems like a place that, you know, kids would live in, you know, without any supervision, without any adults, you know. It's just like... It seemed realistic. I've been to a fucking house like that. I've been to, like, parties and houses like that where you just walk in and you're just like, so where's your parents? Looks like my parents houses, are not here <laughs> like, it looks like those
0: houses down in port st Lucie, like on uh, the end of prima
3: vista <laughs> <laughs> it's just like there's like the parents just dipped out and there's like yeah, yeah i moved I d- in with my brother yeah i moved in with my brother like what the fuck <laughs> like yeah. that's wild to me yeah so I get like there, yeah. yeah so there's there's elements i inherently like it's just overall i felt like this it just didn't go anywhere for me and it and at the end of the day like Uh, if I, I don't know if I would rewatch this. I don't know if it's something I would be clamoring to go back to anytime soon or maybe in the future. I don't know. It's,
1: I don't know. I don't don't, know. I do. Like you were saying, I do like, I I like that as well of how like you get a good sense of how poor you feel in a town like this. I feel like it's realistic. How much you you can struggle just to fucking get to work. Yeah. Something that's so simple. Um, I've never experienced that. Not that I'm saying I'm privileged, but I've never like had to like walk in the heat to work. I mean, that was, that's. Well, maybe I, I, have, felt, I don't
4: know.
3: I felt their struggle because I had to do that back in the day. Yeah. I mean, I, moving living here now, <laughs> I do it, but. <laughs> but. But yeah, I think I think that looks it's rough really nice.
1: Uh-huh. I I like like the diner scenes. I like mm-hmm. that, how that looks too, and um, I do like that the plot is just them trying to like make rent, and just get to the beach. I think that's cool. I think it. Uh, I don't know for their age and where they're at in life. That that's. It really seems sick. like
3: yeah, it's like that's high stakes enough. Yeah. I guess. Um, is there anything else you guys? You guys feel like you I
0: just um, realized I didn't know their names until I read the synopsis. Oh really?
1: Mm-hmm. Don't
3: remember ever hearing their names.
1: It's on really their name right. tag. A yeah. lot. They yeah, say
3: each name a lot. Honestly, I like I, just, I kid right you not, there's shots of them in their uniform and their name, the name tag. Right? I know. Like, I remember it now, but <laughs> I, I didn't read them.
0: Mm-hmm i just
3: i just i just my brain
0: goes oh that's a name tag i don't think i need to know the name on it but i did apparently
1: yeah but uh yeah to wrap up i would say i i did enjoy the movie i would say a lot of the humor did feel forced me uh, i heard there, you laughing yeah i laughed a couple parts i think the part that i really laughed the most was uh when uh the black guy really acknowledged the other friend and gave him uh, like a handshake and oh. he looks around like, really? <laughs> yeah. Right now? Okay. Yeah. See, I like, that's, the, that's I like what those I mean. dudes a lot. I like the, I, yeah. They were
2: like fucking idiots, and I think that was hilarious. I, I'm
0: with Harvey on that one. I like those dudes a lot, but I'm also with you, Sean. Their, the world that their comedy exists in doesn't match the world that the girls' comedy exists This movie exists
1: reminds in. me a lot of Beach Rats, where the core of the story is kind of strong, and it's profound because of the characters that uh, we're involved with. But then also has the side to like these kind of non-actors that are placed in there, and just... Kind of brings it down and takes you out of it away, but there are some funny moments with the movie. The, the I wouldn't say they're completely uninteresting to look at. There are some moments that, I, like you said, I did laugh at. Um, I wouldn't.
2: I'm not sure if I'd agree with like their comedies like being in different like realities either. Like I, I think like the girls is like uh, reality is very ridiculous as well. Like, it it's is, but the way, but the way well, that they carry the, themselves—that's actually what I was going like to say. The bucket. Shit I, I would say a
1: lot of like, it it their stuff well, is mean, very <laughs> taken and unoriginal. There is a lot of uh, co- comedic moments in this movie that I feel like kind of recycled and maybe influenced by other stuff. For example, the scene where they're high and they're talking about the screensaver, oh. and then it pulls away <laughs> to like the boss being in the room. Like, I mean, we've seen this a lot yeah. done before, and that that's a big scene in the movie. And like you guys are a fan of the dance scene, but I thought that was the most forced comedic scene I've ever seen in my life. That's the problem. It's just like it's trying to be funny. Yes, and but it's forced in the
3: way that like, but when it was you try, meant to be. But when you try to be... That's the thing, though. They're not trying to be... All right, think about it in a situation. Imagine we're all sitting around, and then we all start talking about dancing, right? We're not trying to be funny about talking about dancing. And that's why I like it. But the thing is, they are. You can see that it's I trying to be a joke. Try. Like It's trying to be like... A, yeah. you could feel it. Like I can just like that And there's like, like, awkward, there's like certain dude.
1: prosthetics on them that I don't, I don't just seems that like oh, this is supposed to be funny. Let's put these on these guys, put them in this room, and then like we'll make them dance or something. Just because that's or like there's this one joke. Stupid. There's this one
3: joke the whole time where he's just like, he just comes up and he, every time he gives him a dab, he's like trust, and he's like trust. And I'm like, this is fucking rough.
4: Like, I, like it reminds of early that. YouTube humor.
2: I yeah, com- like, I completely disagree too. I think that um, who says that, shit like
4: guys, I've never that met humor one is no
0: more forced than that's, Make that's,
3: Lovin' and, yeah, and Jonah no, I Hill don't and Superbad. Yeah, I, I dude, think, I think that works better. No. It might work. And better honestly, and may, better, and like, what do, maybe what it is is that maybe they are not. Maybe they're just not good at comedy. I think that's what it is when you get people who are good at comedy and good at delivering that's why I keep mentioning Kyle Mooney. he's good at delivering he's good at being a character yeah and uh, the way he delivers it and that's what bothers me it's the delivery a bothers me more than the down joke.
0: version of like super bad humor yeah.
3: But I'm saying that what bothers me is the delivery, not inherently the comedy. Like, if it was yeah. delivered better or so in a different spacious.
0: way. I thought it was funny. I don't know. I thought there were some good natural feeling moments and also silly. I was in the theater
3: and no bad. one no one was fucking laughing, dude. It was fucking rough. Dude, we, we, yeah, when, rough. when It was like intentional. Like, when you know there's supposed to be funny moments and no, it was just like straight crickets. Everyone well,
2: was laughing and not...
0: Yeah, we had we had. I mean, we had a, a small. There was like three other people with me and Sean and Tappy,
3: but <laughs> so, they were laughing. <laughs> three other people, so six people in your th- you know, total. I, I I do like
1: hearing Colin when say, "Can I touch a titty?" <laughs> yeah,
3: <laughs> let me touch a titty. Uh,
0: yeah, I think I think there's enough moments in here for to make this an entertaining movie. I wouldn't say it's great, uh, but
3: would you recommend? I
0: would if it comes on Netflix and someone's like, oh, "I want to watch." Uh, like a short funny movie I'd recommend it. Oh really? Yeah. Damn. It's not it has its problems. There I I don't know. There were some performances I didn't like and like there were some things that bothered me. Like what? Like little things that take me out of movies, but this could totally just be me. So yeah, I wanna, not,
3: oh, can I hear one, please?
0: Yeah. Uh so for instance <laughs> towards the end when they're they're oh, this could be a spoiler, but oh. they're in a closet Oh. And they're making a lot of noise. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and like things like that, right? Things that I wouldn't do as a filmmaker. Like that would bother me. I'd be like, "Wait a second, they can't make that much noise cuz that person's going to hear them like, Yeah, the door's not that thick yeah. like the wall." And the door's cracked. The door yeah. is cracked yeah. open. <laughs> so there's things like yeah. that that bother me that keep this from being a, a solid movie and take takes me out of it. But uh I laughed, and that's important, so. Okay. It's very similar my feelings on like when we watched the week of mm-hmm. <laughs> Probably like very similar.
1: Okay. Cool. Well, scores, right?
3: Scores all around. Let's score?
1: Around. Steve,
0: what are you giving it? One? Uh
3: no. Sounds I didn't it? no. I didn't hate it. I thought there's definitely elements that I did enjoy. The comedy wasn't the biggest part for me. I think uh, the two female leads were extremely charming and I do do like the world that was built around it. Um, and honestly, if I would have just got more of that, I think I would have had a lot more fun with it. I'll give it a light, a light three. A light three. I wouldn't recommend this to anyone. I would say like a specific person. Like if someone's like, do you like A24 movies? Oh well, yeah, give it a shot. More.
1: Um. I don't understand.
2: I would say you that... don't understand a lot.
1: <laughs> I would say that You're for distraught. a movie, uh, I mean, uh, I guess c- comedy can be subjective as well, but... I would say a movie that realized probably 60% of it being humor and it doesn't work for me personally. um, I don't know. I can't quite give it a a higher score than three than a three. Kind of middle of the road for me.
0: I mean, that's not far off from me either. I'm like high
1: three. Cool.
3: Three and a half?
2: 3.25. Nice. (laughs) I'm confused by your ratings. I like this movie a lot. Not, I give it a three and a
0: half.
3: Just because people have different opinions but doesn't mean... Yeah, I mean, <laughs> no,
0: it makes sense. I, I'm i like right just under three and a, a half. A three doesn't make sense if you don't but like it. But he obviously didn't like it
3: that much. I, d-
0: I just said I didn't like the, the comedic but aspects, he, but there's elements but that the I do work like. for me and you more than
3: work for so, him. So uh, it's
0: inherent that our ratings would feel stronger.
3: Yeah, your ratings will be stronger. I don't think yeah, it's for, complete, for me personally. I don't, it's it's the it's the girls, yeah. I don't think it's a shit movie. I don't think it's a shit Works so
1: heavily for me that uh, that's I can forgive the comedy.
3: So what? All right, all right. Then we could break it down here now because I don't understand. You guys bitch about star ratings all time. It's a personal preference, and it's just like what you think it is. And I think that it is a middle of the road movie. It has a lot of elements that I do like the comedy didn 't work for me ninety percent of the time, and I already explained the elements that really didn't like i wasn 't a fan of so i'm just curious what that, like what score
2: would you would you would give it I thought you were going to give it like a two or something
3: oh, but i don't think mm-hmm. it's a two because two to me is yeah. like something really bad
0: i i think i I get where harvey's coming from, but I also get where you're coming from, Steve I think what 's happening here is is um you've have a general feeling about the movie, but I also do Harvey, believe it You it said that you really like this movie,
1: and what but you only give it? give it a three and a half. That's what I'm saying. Three See, three if, you really, if you really, I mean, if you really, I liked would it say a four, like if I really like the movie, I would I'd say probably four. give it a four. But I put See, a
2: lot of inflection on that. I really liked it.
1: No, you said I really like this movie. No, you said, really yeah, said that three it. and a half. That's appropriate, right? That's what I'm saying. Star ratings are. I agree with
0: everyone here. I'm trying to be a pacifist, but but as I'm saying, star ratings are all subjective. When you said you really like this
1: movie, okay, he's going to give it a four. That makes sense.
4: Yeah, so I guess
1: everyone's... Oh, well, right. how about this,
0: Arby? What keeps it from being a five? <laughs> no, I mean, this is a legitimate question. I'm going to clear this up. <clears throat> Breaking
2: it
4: down.
0: The
2: acting. The acting is bad at times. Okay. The story isn't... Uh, like, the consequences aren't severe enough. If there had been a more of an established plot, a more defined plot with, like, actual consequences, I think that would have been more compelling. Okay. I think that would have made the story stronger as well. I think more on-screen time with the two actresses would have been better. I think less focus on the brothers or the brother and the friends because they were the weaker part of the of the cast. I think that would have made it a, like the best movie it could have been.
3: So, I
1: mean, you're. So, to summarize, we all feel the same. We all
2: basically <laughs> feel the
3: same way. We're all in the threes. We're all relatively in the I three. Think, I think I we just all feel the same about the movie. I think. I just, I'm not the biggest fan our of Our level comment. of enjoyment was yeah, different. Yeah, exactly. And that's what it all comes it's down like to. It's like
1: Steve likes it the, the least. least. Me. I'm like the middle, but uh, you have to understand, like, like even like it a little bit more than me. All right, Harvey likes it the most. I think ja- like Jack Reacher <laughs> is a Let's perfect just example. Movies <laughs> like that,
3: yeah. Okay, Steve likes it a the lot. least. Yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> I we, like just ranked, we just rank it by our enjoyment.
1: <laughs> but I, get to look I at like it like, a little bit more than Steve.
0: I get, I get why <laughs> it's why like Steve's all in, review doesn't match. Like why you think it doesn't match? But what I think it is is uh, maybe Steve didn't talk about what he liked enough. But that, but that's why I came back and said I
3: did like their performances. I did like. The world they, they Maybe built. just
0: spent more time on the negatives. Yeah, that and, that, and that's like,
3: what I'm saying. Like, it's like, but I keep saying, especially at the end of my ratings, I always say, like, he's like, I did enjoy it. It's not shit. It's a good movie. I overall, just, overall, it just didn't resonate okay. with me. And it just, I totally
0: what, agree. Yeah, I agree with everyone's scores here.
3: Okay. Yeah.
0: Sorry, cool. Harvey. What? <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to side with everyone at the same time
2: somehow. I wasn't side. I was just...
1: You want a clarification?
2: Yeah, because okay. at first, now it makes sense. You didn't say you liked the movie in the beginning. I,
3: yeah, no. Well, that's why I always reiterate. Like, I always... Especially near the end start when with I the good.
1: Some, you address your issues first. That's what goes. Yeah, 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 that's and what then it you is. Come back, I think okay, you need to start with I the because, good.
3: Because the thing is, I, because it's a conversation, like, I'm going to say, like, all right, if I if I, there's something I really want to pick at, then I'm going to pick at it. And then as the conversation continues... I, I would say like, Oh, but I did do it you like
0: pick out her flaws first and then date her I mean and find is there out the good? is there
3: is there any other way to do it? Uh, yeah, I do the opposite. <laughs> I believe that's the way you should do it oh my god I, I've been it's missing like, out for so long Thomas you should you should encompass you all a, the good can you can you write a book and sell yeah. it to me for 29 dollars you should right?
0: you should find her flaws on the way as a journey and embrace <laughs> them. With built bristling. on the foundation
2: of all the good things. That's that you like, like. Um,
3: what Steve's kind of fucking pseudo bullshit like, you're, like, you're like, feeding our audience. Do not fucking pretend you're that fucking deep. I fucker think, that's like when you,
2: um, that's like when you're like eating fish <laughs> with like a lot of small bones, and you just bite into the fish, and then you're like, "Fuck, there's bones in my mouth." I don't and know then what were just, talking about anymore, Then you just chew the bones and swallow it all. No, it's not true at all. <laughs> Instead of picking the bones out of your mouth.
0: No, what Steve did was take his first bite in the bone and
2: throw it in the trash. No, Steve picked the bones out before he took a bite. Yeah. No, he he
0: bit them and found out.
1: Dude, so wait, that, what? That, that, <laughs> that's like Steve. It's like Steve, if you ask Steve, so Steve, how's that girl? I'm like, oh, she's a bitch. She's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> she's amazing. <laughs> I love her. I no, love
0: her. No, you know what it's like. Oh, what do you think about about that girl over there? Well, her her, her nostrils caps. are asymmetrical. I don't, really don't like the way her chin. But meets she's a her. ten. But, but she's, she's not. Ten. But she's got beautiful skin. But she's like, beautiful. See what I mean? It's weird to okay, start. Okay, let's with the stop
1: negative. deconstructing Steve's opinions. <laughs> <laughs> I
0: do. I think it's weird to start with the bad.
1: I mean but I don't understand. You but, do it you do it 90% is, of the this time, is, this Thomas. Is fine. No, I don't. You do it all the time when you th- talk it's about fine food because it's your thing. <laughs> that's how you review movies. What? When do I talk about food? You'll like say, well, "Okay, this is what I have problems with, but, you know, this is what works for me." But I I'm the opposite. I tell you what I do like and then I come back around like, but okay, I don't, "Okay, so I, this that's this the that's thing. Why. I
4: but
3: I think it all varies from movie to movie. Right. Let's say I love something and I'm gonna talk about a lot of things I love, but if there's problems, I think I think I will it's main, it mainly
1: all the middle of the road movies for you. Yeah, it's all yeah. three star
3: movies you
4: yeah.
1: do that. Yeah, I'm like, it's like, but I, I feel like it is makes the a
3: three star rating hard to.
1: What was the last movie you gave a three star? Do you remember? Uh, Let's look it up. Starving
3: right now. Actually, I, I just realized I don't start. I don't put uh, any you star ratings. Hearts, you right? See, now you don't even remember
1: if
2: you
3: see, like. Now
1: movies we can't track. Anymore. This is why we need this shit to track numbers. And track numbers to call me. You can't to track call, hearts. <laughs>
2: I gave Ant Man and the Wasp a three.
1: I feel like
3: Ant Man is definitely a three.
1: Yeah, I think I did too.
2: I'd like this a lot more than I, I like that movie.
3: But, like, how?
1: But just a half a star more? I don't but know. But you can't, <laughs> you can't discern not, it that can't, way. You cannot I'm discern think, it that way. I think there's
0: something about a rating that just feels right. I don't think you can explain it <laughs> with words. Right? Yeah, yeah
1: I I like agree I certainly like, go with my my system. I, I like we your base system. it off who likes it's what the, the most, most, and we rank it from rank there. them for there. And it's gonna be a four star okay, system. Okay, Harvey on. loves it. So that's I like don't the love highest. It. I said I really liked it. I, didn't say I like, like, loved it. No, 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 I'm saying like if that's a scale. Like <laughs> yeah, a scale. Okay. future rating. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like if yeah. If yeah. loved,
2: liked, no, <laughs> kind of liked, didn't like. And then I think that I
1: think I think the mouth breeders will understand. Okay, Harvey kind of liked it, but Sean loved it.
3: I really aligned uh. with Sean. Sean, see there he goes. Like I, I really like what this Sean likes. Oh, what does like
1: Sean it? think about that movie? Oh, he liked it more than Harvey. Nice, nice. I think <laughs> it's I think it's safe
3: to say that a st-
0: me saying a high three stars is accurately betrays how much I enjoyed the movie. Well,
1: I would say numbers are generally boring, so we could think of other things in the future.
0: Yeah. No, I'm good. Anyways, you guys want to uh, pick a movie for next week? No. All right, cool, we'll do I'll that. Bring up the list. Do you have a list? Yeah, I got a list. Um, So next week's interesting. We have a nice choice of, like, indie movies, uh, popular non-blockbuster <laughs> movies, and blockbusters.
1: Oh, wait, Harvey, you're not going to be here.
0: Oh, yeah, I'm not. All right. Well, so you're out of here. Matter. So your vote just is void. You're for I sure you not going to be here. I don't even remember that. I
1: didn't even remember that. <laughs> I remember things about people's you're, lives. Uh,
2: you're, so you're for sure not going to be here, right? Yeah, I'll be in uh, Mount, Skype Mount Washington. Skype?
0: How long are you gonna stay on top of the Mount Washington? You get you know, like a cabin in in New Hampshire or something. Yeah. Oh, cool. Sounds fun. Thanks for the invite. All right. All right so next week we got some things. Right. Uh, I think if we're gonna talk blockbusters, CGI, Hollywood, we're gonna talk the Meg, which I got. I gotta say, I kind of want to see it.
1: There's something Maybe about. Maybe we it. should get back on the blockbuster train. There's yeah.
2: also a Slender Man coming out.
0: Right. So we have that too. We have a horror movie. Um we also have a very popular director, Spike Lee. He's coming out with. A,
1: I will say this: I'm not completely sold on that movie.
0: I don't know. I have, I don't have an opinion.
1: From Some the trailer. Sometimes I, sometimes I
0: think Spike Lee's not a great director, and other times I think he's good.
1: Yeah, I I agree.
0: Um, but yeah, I'm talking Black Klansman, all one word, Black Klansman. Why are you emphasizing black? <laughs> There's like 3Ks in it. it in black black <laughs> Klansman. Black classman. <laughs> uh so um White and then and then we also have the option of going with a compelling indie drama that Sean already watched, but you know that what? would make it easier. D- dude, me. I
3: hate when you do this shit. It's like when you hear an indie drama, you really have to say like it's just like a nice compelling, really compelling like, But that's a prayer before dawn. He already saw it. But what if we we Steve, we got to
0: make a an effort to see it so that we can do a double review, an indie review, and maybe a blockbuster. Uh,
3: I mean, I don't have any plans this week, so well, we could do. Both.
1: Hey, I will just say, uh, if you guys do want to do a double release, double double header, a double bill, the other one would be very convenient to watch.
0: Which one, Meg Prayer? Oh, that one's convenient <sighs> to watch. Man, Why? I
3: just can't. Out of principle, I cannot watch any more of these 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 movies that this company's putting out because they just kind of pull out just like generic blockbusters now. Who? The H Brothers. It's a production company. I noticed them. Is that who did the Meg? Yeah, doing the Meg. They did Skyscraper. They're pulling, they're just like literally pushing out movies now. It
2: must be a Chinese, uh, Chinese owned Yeah, it is.
1: I I think uh, the Meg will be a fun watch. Obviously, I think, probably the right choice might be Black Landsman because that's that movie's getting a lot of press. This is a conundrum. <sighs> um,
2: Last obviously week we had also, none. Also, whoa, Spike many. Lee, are the name of our podcast. Yeah. yeah, we need
3: to watch. All right, yeah, so I guess Black Ooh. Klansman. Yeah, it's fucked up if you don't. I hate how you brought that up. <laughs> he's getting your ass. <laughs> Damn, I just said It would be no I do
2: the right film without Spike Lee. Could, it would be, uh, be something else. It would yeah. be
0: top film, like Top Gun.
2: <laughs> that's not bad. <laughs> oh, don't
0: you take that. Whoever TM. you are. That's my TM. second, that's just my just second like, podcast. Just wait. Like, what's the, what what's the podcast? Like, top,
3: top film. Top <laughs> film. <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right. So, what do you guys think? What's your vote, Steve? Let's do a vote.
3: <coughs> uh, prayer Before Dawn. Just All wait. Right. Do you want to make it that easy for Sean?
1: I really mean, he, might, he might
3: lose this week on the game, so like, maybe he's going to be suffering.
1: That's true. That's true. There's okay. a chance.
3: Oh, this game's going to work out good
0: because... I'm going to just put
1: my vote there and say the Meg. I want to watch shark uh, movie. Kind
0: of leaning towards the Meg, too. You guys, I bad? fucking hate both of you guys.
3: You did the shit. It has, for, it dude, has, dude, has some some good because, PR behind it. Yeah, That's good I'm pissed because you did the same shit with fucking Skyscraper, and then look what happened. You're uh, like, I'm, I don't. you apologized. You apologized. I did, I did not. I swear to God, no, you apologized. You actually did apologize. Damn. <laughs> don't! I gave it a
0: two and a half. That's high. So what are you? His th- P.R. rep?
3: <laughs> he <right>. did apologize.
0: <laughs> I think that was something else. I think, was, I think that was. I think I was like. Winchester. Uh, okay.
1: <laughs> he's he's ap- Well, you haven't apologized, but you have. You're notorious for picking. Um, uh, you do Fast this and the Furious. You do this uh, shit. To, you I do don't to trigger apologize me. for that either. <laughs> you
0: you
3: do this to trigger me. No, I haven't apo- I did apologize for some, but it wasn't either of them i days. made you watch one bad horror movie which was from the no yeah we did this to you twice and then you just been we've been paying for it ever since well here's the thing the meg sounds i, fun, I will say though like i'm said, down for a double future
1: I, I think the best choice is black landsman
0: but you want to watch the meg
1: but i want well i'll probably go see it anyways but
0: Do how about this how we about
1: watch we, all three
3: movies or we could just watch
1: we, a sneak attack to surprise people on the next show
3: I don't know if I'm gonna watch all three movies. I, I can with fucking MoviePass the way it is right now. It's like oh, don't worry, f- I rumbling so before like, our feet. Everyone
2: can't agree on the Meg. What a, can you all agree on? Black. <laughs> well, Klansman? you're not gonna be I here, would, but should we let? That's you what I'm pick, trying to arbitrate.
0: What's your, what's your what's you if you
2: were gonna be here? What would you pick? You already said Black Clansman. would. I would. I would. I want to watch the Meg.
4: <laughs> what? <but laughs> that doesn't <was laughs> help us at all.
2: You're saying what we're saying. It kind of helps us a little bit. I think you should watch Black Clansman. That's what I, I said. And I think. If I was watching, I think I would. We should watch Black Landsman, but I would want to watch the Meg. I, hate you but I think it's. I think this is a double feature. So I future. think uh, y'all should Plus, watch. Plus, we Black also Klansman. have
1: this theme of like reviewing a lot of A twenty four movies. Like it kind of seems like our thing on the podcast as well. It like, seems the like the we're kind of biased. So we we sh- like Prayer Before Dawn would be also be a good pick, just because we're you know well, I don't think we need to exclusively. Can do we just A24 watch? Can movies? we? How about no, this? I'm not saying school you guys, guys, you guys like, watch the Meg. I watch Black Klansman,
3: and then you know we all just come in. For a, like a major, how about you make an
0: effort to watch both, and, I, and we will too. Movie Pass is crumbling Dude, before my watch Dude, Black Movie Pass with. is literally easy to scam, and I will show you. I won't say it on the podcast. Yeah, don't say it on the show. Oh, of course not. But <laughs> you are uh, listening. Don't you worry about that. I will got you covered.
4: Why you saying? that?
0: <laughs> I got you. Go go see a movie. No, I got you covered, bro. What are you? But here's do? <laughs> the thing: you can't you can't go after five. You have to buy the ticket before five. That's why different. Never
3: going back. Yeah. So, that, we haven't decided. That settles, all, it. Yeah, that that settles it? it. I'm going to watch a movie with Movie Pass this week. That's what's up. I don't know, man. Put we're a gonna, pin on it. We're so gonna have to put another
2: pin on it. Just watch Black Landsman. If you can watch the Meg, watch the Meg. I think that's a good.
0: All right. Whatever one we all see first.
1: What? That's not a fucking <laughs> answer. <laughs> I thought about. Okay, let's watch this.
0: We're gonna figure it out okay, soon. I'll, I'm gonna announce it on Instagram.
1: I'm literally okay with whatever.
0: This week I'll post on Facebook, Instagram okay, sure. and
1: Instagram. Surprise us too. Don't let us know. Just pick on your own.
0: Or maybe I'll do a poll.
1: Oh, should we do a poll? Fuck it, yeah, do a poll.
0: Let's figure out a poll.
1: It's just me and Steve who vote. <laughs> <laughs> and it is tied. It just it's just <laughs> It
0: literally recreates this. <laughs> well we this just went through scenario <laughs> like
2: fuck. Thirty three point three percent. Wanna see Black Lamp?
0: <laughs> All right. Let's uh let's move on. Uh we got movies coming at you next week. Hey. Uh, we got a topic. We're going we're gonna to discuss some things here. We're going to be talking films that accurately portray or nicely portray the South, the southern part of America. That is not the South Vietnam or South Korea. There's lots of South
1: or, or, or just movies that uh, takes place in the South that you, you know. Yeah,
0: yeah enjoy. just like elements of them. What you enjoy? What you like? Let's about just it. talk
1: about the South. Yeah, for let's good. Rep- let's represent. <laughs>
0: represent oh, i like he put a little twang on there so always I stay home
1: <laughs> i'm not from this, this is all I'm the, rails. From the deep south south america south the, the deepest yes. I'm always talking south. About south american movies
0: <laughs> but anyways yeah so um steve what do you i want to kick what, it off with when, one of my what favorites. comes to mind okay obviously put mind? out right. put out
1: the uh, obvious out there that we all enjoy
3: no no because that might be all I
1: have. Well, yeah. I, I, are we picking movies? I thought we were just having a discussion about movies. All right. I'm
3: going to talk about one director who I think captures the South. I, and I was just like, Fuck. I don't know if it's accurate yeah, it's in be be all at, in all aspects. But I feel like he captures like this nice element and, of the South. And it's uh, Jeff Nichols. Yeah, I know. Fuck. Uh, and one of my favorite uh, films by him is Shotgun Stories. Uh, and if you have not watched it, you should. It stars our boy. <laughs> Michael yeah, Shannon? yeah,
0: it's fantastic. Whatever,
3: <laughs> bitch. Why <laughs> you say <it> like that? <laughs> so I was gonna pick that. Really? Yeah, I fucking love that movie. Not it's that we're so doing fucking... picks. But yeah, what do you like? What? What about it's it? It's like I don't. It's that and Mud. I think Mud is a better representation of like the characters and just like overall, because I think what he does, he represents that there's another side of the South that people don't see. You know, everyone just kind of assumes like, I, I guess like I don't want to say hick. I guess people up north just assume that there's just like hick towns and it's like small, but I feel like he does it in a way that I think captures like how wholesome it is in a weird way. You know, like these people who are not, you know, they don't care about, it's hard to to describe because it's that that we're just between like the north and south, especially living in New York and how the way we care about like, you know, consumerism, commodity and like having this big lavish lifestyle. In 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 the south, he's able to capture this very slow down, very just like yeah this feeling and it's hard to describe it's almost like with mud it's almost like a fairy tale in a weird in a way you know like this sense of adventure lurking you know with you and your friend just like traveling through the fucking river and just doing some weird shit i remember uh growing up at least because i lived in oklahoma for a bit which is not technically the south but it does it does have that small town you know sensibility and me and like a lot of the kids in the neighborhood used to just like go in the fucking woods and just disappear for hours. Yeah.
0: Same with Florida. Before,
3: yeah, no. yeah, yeah. Before you
0: all, all you fucking New Yorkers
3: came down. It was yeah. very,
0: very similar to that.
3: Yeah. So like, so, you know, I think, I think he's able to capture that just like, and I think he captures the people in not a negative way. It's not, they're all just fucking hicks just sitting around just like being racist. You know, they're just people right. living their lives the best they know how.
0: Yeah. I think to branch off that, I'll just go share my thoughts and, don't say American Honey line up with you no I'll I'll leave off American Honey because it takes place and like they travel around different parts Um, but yeah Jeff Nichols is great he he manages to like you said not paint them as a certain way but it shows that like the reason they are the way they are down there slow living different things are important to them than they are for you know people living in New York it's because he shows like why he'll show like like, for instance, in mud, like, you know, the houseboat's very important. They work on the river. That's the like river. family. Like, they're, they're, the fam- it's the, like the a river legacy. And their job, what they do is what gives them life. You know, here, yeah. you fucking, it's no different than living here. You fucking, you shack up with roommates that, with strangers that you don't even like just so you can have that tech yeah. firm job in Manhattan. Like, your lifestyle is based on how you get by in life, too. I think
3: and, I think legacy, yeah, I think that's a great point, man. Just like the idea of just yeah. like, family and like And that also familial.
0: shotgun stories, like, you know, family's a big thing and like, you know, you, obviously you don't have a huge social environment to jump into and ignore stuff like that. So like when there's family conflict it's it's very very big. Yeah. It's very apparent in your life. And also just the way that he um he encompasses like like small towns and like like there's scenes in mud where they're like picking shit out of people's yards and stuff and like you know just the way that they they live and like you know growing up we had john boats too and like we used to take it on what's the river what's a john boat for our listeners who don't know what a john boat is just a little ass boat with a little fucking motor <laughs> on the back uh, sometimes we didn't have motors we'd row them bitches <laughs> uh, <laughs> dude I'm, I'm being dead serious yeah uh we had we we had taken one down this river we're gonna try and take it from inland or the coast, which is where we lived, all the way to Lake Okeechobee. Now, if I had to describe that to you, it's probably about 60 miles. It's a fucking impossible fucking journey. (laughs) Yeah, it's not impossible in a boat, a real boat. You know, you just do it. And you can get gas on the way. There's plenty of places, marinas. But we were taking in water, and we were bailing. Uh, And then what happened was uh, a a big yacht came by and didn't see us, and the wave picked us up and slammed (laughs) us down. And and the motor went fucking flying off the back of the boat, and we pull, We had to literally get out and go in the water and bring the motor up, and then call
3: his dad. See, all right. So this is a cool thing about. And,
4: but co- growing up like that, yeah, yeah, it, it's, it's nostalgic.
3: It's, it's it's super interesting because when I was, because I was, like, you know, from fucking Queens, and then I moved to like this place that's completely different. And like watching these kids are just like they come up to me and I'm like, hey, you want to go over here? I'm thinking like, the fuck? Like I'm from New York. It's it's like I'm not used to seeing ways of maintaining yourselves. Yeah, it was like weird. I'm like, Like, I'm from the city. I didn't know anything. Like
0: city youth it's, like them walking around interacting with other people, and a lot of times they get exposed to like a lot of like like violence and stuff like that. But like in the South, like in the Florida Project, the kids, what, what do they do? They go to an abandoned house and throw right. shit out the window and break it because there's nothing to do.
3: Yeah. Nothing. They, it's they like you make it. your own, yeah, you make your own fun and that's exactly what they're yeah. trying to like. They're like, hey, let's go out here. And I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, all right. And just like, I'll disappear just like, and just, like just go like have people like, you know, in Florida, around I, the I never
0: time. ever opened up a fire hydrant and like, yeah, it's
3: exactly. Like if you grew up in Florida and come up here, actually, you're that's like,
0: not true. We have. Yeah, but it was just ironic, and it was in the middle of nowhere, and we were just doing it to be funny and vandalized. But like, no, we've never had a block party where we fucking crank. That was like
3: that thing. was the equivalent of like a sprinkler in like someone's
4: front yard <laughs> right, or some yeah, shit. We like did do that, yeah. You just we like fucking bust
3: that. that open, just like all right, fucking it's hot as shit outside. Not go yeah, over so, there.
0: But Jeff Nichols is a great proponent of how you um, show the South in a way that uh, these Yankees up here could understand without it being a. Uh, Made by somebody who knows nothing about the south. Yeah,
3: he doesn't. He doesn't make the. And I think that's the best part. Just don't make. I think the people. I don't think mm-hmm. he captures people that much in a negative light. Makes them human. Yeah. Or you know, I guess, I guess it's weird. Which to say.
0: you know would would really help in this political climate to understand thy neighbor a little bit. You know, but the, you know, this is people in the south, fucking have terrible views of people up here too. It yeah, it goes both ways. Yeah, it goes both ways.
1: Um. I guess I'm not gonna reference any specific films. Although I do like um obviously Terrence Malik is known for like only shooting movies in the South, but he's done a lot of movies outside of like Texas. But uh specifically his movies, the way I like that he shoots this out is that he shoots this out very qu- quietly, like it's just a stillness to the air and, yeah. and it just feels very familiar of like walking outside and nothing's fucking happening. And I okay, like that. I like, yeah. I like when movies like introduce that atmosphere. For sure. And uh, I think a good movie that also had that was Spring Breakers, which we've heavily talked about in the past. And also, yeah, like Jeff Nichols. But I feel like Jeff Nichols centers around like the culture of like the people, like the way people interact and what they do in the South. But I like movies like uh, Terrence Malick's because he just shoots the South almost like a documentary. And, like yeah. he sets the camera and you feel this I like atmosphere.
3: That. No, I agree. There's yeah, you can. I can, I can definitely agree with what you're saying. Yeah. How about you, Harvey? I like... Um, A resident Southern expert. I don't think you I You were am. born
1: in the South, right? Yeah. In think. Florida. You were born in Florida. In West Palm Beach. Yeah. You're the only one south. here who was born there.
3: Oh, yeah. I keep forgetting Tom's born in Jersey. I think West Palm yeah. Beach is the South. West Palm is... More south than where we we're it's born. It's geographically <laughs> south, no.
2: but there are parts of it. No, you. I disagree, bro, bro, you I would disagree. say Fort Pierce is
1: like the encompasses like the Dirty South. You West think Palm,
2: West Palm is like it has worse than Fort Pierce in some respects, like like Boca and shit. And
0: are you are you talking like?
2: Well, maybe we're thinking of two different things. Probably, yeah. Probably, I'm not talking about wilderness and uh like backwoods type south i'm talking about like um like a cultural south if that makes sense
0: yeah i guess i guess what what i'm trying to dance around here is there's different cultural souths for white people and
2: black (laughs) people yeah yeah i agree with that yeah um but yeah i think uh this one movie i don't know if you guys have seen it called bully with, uh, I uh, yeah, I've seen Bully. Yeah, That's good. Uh, Alar- yeah. Yeah. The Larry Clark movie. Yeah. Um it was set in uh it was set in the south, I think kinda near West Palm Beach, I think. And uh it's a true story about these kids that uh get together and decide to kill one of their friends. He sort of was um he wasn't really their friend, he was sort of like a bully that uh just uh treated his friend like shit. Uh air quotes like best friend like shit and um always beat him up and stuff and they all hated him so they all got together and decided that they would kill him and it's based on a true story it's a pretty crazy movie you guys should see it but um i think like the characters in that movie were done so well and written so well they're so accurate and um uh they seem like the genuine thing i like um movies that can definitely like recreate those those types of characters that you see in south cuz south has like some specific level <laughs> of um it has like a specific type of person. And, um, no matter where you go, you think people are always the same. People aren't always the same. And I think, um, I appreciate that movie and I enjoy that movie because I think it does justice to, uh, to the people, to the type of people that it's representing. Um, whether that's good or bad, I don't know, but I think it's a great movie because of that. Um, another one I like is Moonlight. Moonlight also reminds me of like, uh, you know like that black uh that black south uh thing yeah. that I was talking about right yeah um,
0: the the that's definitely apparent yeah yeah i think I that's like moonlight
2: yeah I do too I think it's like a real good and real accurate uh like depiction of um like the african American south and that and that culture um like the the locations were chosen so well and the mm-hmm. the um
1: beast of the southern wild Steve, yeah from the performance moonlight great. yet?
2: What
0: happened? Have you seen Moonlight yet? Yeah, you have. No, I haven't seen it. I'm annoyed by that.
3: You're annoyed by a lot of things. That particularly, the I like. You like when I'm just like sitting like this too. I'm like texting on my phone and I'm leaning back. You just like, don't care, do you? <laughs> <laughs> what is wrong with you? All right, I'm sorry. <laughs> pick wondering. up your act, boy. I just I wanted to talk <laughs>
0: about Moonlight and then I realized Steve hadn't seen it. I was annoyed.
3: It's it's become my new American Honey.
2: You ever watch like some movies that um are shot like in the South or? Actually in like Florida specifically that don't even like use Florida um like in a like in an important way. You know what I mean? Like you would like never Miami know that heat. Yeah, shit like that. You like you would never know that it's right. even shot. They do that in the south, the south too,
0: like like Tennessee, North Carolina. I'm trying to think of examples, but I can't off the top of my head, but there are plenty of examples of inaccurate. Where did trails. you see lo-
1: use it as a location? Yeah. Yeah. But also, just you know, like one thing I like about like
3: films, Dirty that body that, that, that I think, uh, yeah. Never Going Back, and like you know, Jeff Nichols' films always capture just in general, and just even like it's just the fucking heat because people don't get one of our projects, dude. It's too. just like I don't like I don't think people really get what what hot is, yeah. Like, it's just like I think they captured so well. It's just like you're just fucking hot and sticky, like, you leave your. You leave your house clean, and you're outside for five seconds, and this shit, like, you're just drenched. Yeah. you like... It, I don't think people get it. Even if you have a car, and you're just like... Yeah, I your mean,
1: you you can have those days out here, though.
3: You yeah, could, but it's just... I don't know what it is,
0: but Florida is like a... You're walking around. S- yeah, New York is only particularly bad because of all the walking and the subways. Yeah. yeah. But, like, you're walking if you if you go, like, an hour north of here in New York... I, the heat is definitely not as experienced.
3: Yeah, exactly. It's like it's like a different kind. Of, it's I, like I always say like Florida is a fucking swamp. I don't care who anyone. Like it's the truth. Like it's just muggy.
2: That's why that's why I really enjoyed that scene and uh never going back on like the
3: They're walking? I, I, yeah. Like, I love that shit. I was just like, like yep, I, I, I've,
2: I've been there. I think I get that here for sure, but I think I don't I don't know. It reminded me more of Florida. It was more humid. Yeah.
3: Remember when uh, both of our cars didn't have AC?
2: Yeah.
3: <laughs> my, it was my, car, my car intentionally <laughs> didn't have AC. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, I had no choice. I was forced to live it's that a life. fucking race car.
0: But uh, yeah, I don't know. It's uh, yeah, perspective is important. We're talking about the South particularly now, but we could we could do it with different areas of the world too. And Moonlight's a good example, and and Jeff Nichols films. Like we need we need films like this to just keep coming, and we we don't want any fucking executive producers in Hollywood making people make films a certain way.
2: How accurate does everyone think uh, Spring Breakers is?
1: Very accurate.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Spring Breakers is accurate, but... um, I think it's accurate to a degree. Yeah, it's
1: accurate. I, th- like I, 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 I think it's think that, uh, accurate, but it's like there's so many elements. Like, I think the I th- most accurate parts about that movie and the way they showcase Florida is when he's driving around at night and there's fucking nobody on the road. Yeah, and it looks really realistic. Like it's late at night. It doesn't have to be Because at bars late, like close super PM. early. Yeah. Like
3: a lot of shit closes like super early. It's like it's not and like, like how, a how party. you feel
1: like you own the fucking town when like the sun goes down because there's not there's nobody there. Yeah.
3: Yeah. If you're not in, like, the busy, busy areas, like, it's not like New York. It's yeah. like, I was driving around the other day. It was, like, 11 o'clock at night, and I'm, like, stuck in fucking traffic. I'm like, this is insane right now. Yeah, of course. I've been stuck in traffic I'm at like, 2 the m. fuck? Yeah. But it's, it's like, in Florida, it's, like, there's never been a time driving around. Town. Yeah, there's yeah. times, like, we're on the highway, and you could literally book it. You could book yeah. it on the highway, and no one's around. You know, there's That's just, like, this emptiness. That's a lot of people uh,
1: drink and drive in the south. Oh, is like, is? There's not a lot of pedestrians and shit like that. It's in safer. Cars. It's, yeah. <laughs> it's safer to drink and drive. the best way to before. get around. If
0: you're going to drink and drive, do it in the south. There's there, nobody to hear. There's hit. also no there's public no transportation.
2: <laughs> there's no subways or buses. Either. Yeah, that's yeah, the that's thing that nobody the, talks I'd, about. That's people, the biggest reason. Yeah, So people, it's either
1: you don't drink or don't drive. Yeah. <laughs> if, you're,
0: if you're drunk, don't it's, drive. It's, Ask a friend or call a cab, first of all. I'm drunk. I don't know how to call a cab. You, there's no cab to wave down in the South. You have to like also, look up who's, online. who's going
1: to take a cab from West Palm to like back home? Yeah. You like get like, to pick up your car in the yeah. fucking morning? Fuck
0: that. You're going to go like... You live 15... Even if you live in the same town, you're probably about 15 miles from the bar. Yeah,
2: that's
1: not worth it's it. Just yeah, like that's why you shouldn't drink and drive. You just sober up on the well, ride home.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, you just grab a loaf of bread. Yeah.
3: And you can't ask a friend Classic.
0: because you know, they're drunk. Sleep. sleep
3: on the beach. <laughs> sleep, on the beach. <laughs> uh, sleep on the beach. That's what
0: you do in Florida. Yeah, you
3: get fucking bitten You'll get some things in here. Yep.
0: Uh but yeah. About does it for us. I think we're gonna play a game now. I think this works out. Harvey uh does Harvey's not gonna be out. here, but I think he can um you know, he could give us a movie and then he can listen
3: to the podcast
0: and hear what we had to say.
3: All right, Tom, you go first. <laughs> All right, so we're gonna play the rolling of the dice. Can we please change the name?
0: I'd love to. I just could never think of one. Um, what's gonna happen here? Harvey lost last week, um, so now he is the front runner to give a movie to one of us. We're gonna roll. Whoever rolls the highest, I got a,
2: I, I got a title. What's up? What? Y'all you know, gotta listen to me, and it's you gotta follow me here. Dude, what's it? <laughs> a- <laughs> There's an explanation <laughs> to say it. It's called Get Wrecked.
4: Huh?
3: Okay.
2: And it's because we're recommending each other movies. Get wrecked.
3: <laughs> uh, <laughs> that's not bad. That's not bad. That's so disgusting. <laughs> I
1: kind of like it. Of course, you fucking like or it. Or we could
3: call it wrecked,
2: or something. Get
1: I like
0: wrecked. get
2: wrecked. <laughs> I might go the, with it.
1: The barracks have a series where they call they. It's called a uh, text yourself before you wreck yourself. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But oh this, I God. like
0: this because it could be spelled like get wrecked. R-E-C-C apostrophe D. I like it, Harry. Thank if I remember it next week, it'll stick. Okay, cool. All right, I rolled a nine. So oh, I have uh, some good odds here. Steve, do the honors.
2: spit all over the dice. A three? I'll pick it up, I hope,
3: I hope your spit uh, <laughs> helps you there. It slips him up so he gets a one. <laughs>
4: a,
0: a ten. Ten. God Looks damn. like sh- Steve is uh, taking the, the L this week. He's taking that. He's getting wrecked. Hey, wreck this man for me, Harvey.
1: I that fucking sounds, hate this so much. That sounds thing. horrible. So <laughs> it's so Harvey to man. wreck another man. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what do you think when you hear that? Anal rape? I don't oh, know. I just... <laughs> I picture, like, a vicious
0: clothesline. Like, you pummel the fuck out of them.
2: I just... Um, yeah. I I envision, like, a douchebag. Scratch what I said. Douchebags, douche like, say, get, wrecked, or get something wrecked. like that. Get wrecked. But I think it's funny, and I think it's... Uh,
0: I like it. Man. But what are you going to uh, recommend, that is? Steve,
2: Steve. did you Steve? ever watch... Uh, yes. <laughs> I told you to watch Good Dick. I don't know if you watched it or not. Did you watch it? I
3: haven't watched it yet. Okay.
2: You're watching Good Dick.
0: You're going to get wrecked by that Good Dick. Alright, we're gonna stop this podcast now. Good dick. What is that?
1: It's uh what's his name's son? Uh Andy John
2: dick? Ritter. Jason Ritter. Yeah, his son. stars Jason Ritter and uh his then girlfriend. I forget her name. She stars in it and she also uh wrote it and directed it, I believe.
0: Alright, well have fun with that, Steve. <laughs> thanks I think it's on Netflix. Cool. It might be. That about does it for us. Um thanks for tuning in. Check us out. Uh, keep an eye out. I'm gonna try to get maybe a poll up to see finally which movie we should watch. I might end up seeing both. I say that and don't sometimes, but yeah, we're we're gonna decide uh, this coming week. And uh, yeah, check us out Instagram. Do the right film underscore podcast. We have a website, I think. <laughs> yeah, we got a website. <laughs> yeah, we still, <laughs> we still have a website, Harvey. Yeah. I know Harvey forgot to pay for the domain name. You don't get this shit. Funny. Uh, we also have Facebook. Interact with us there. Uh, Twitter, you know, Twitter's a place that people go. I'm not a big Twitter user myself, but I'm always uh, open. You guys want to interact with the show on there? And we also have a a form on the website where you we can like email us, let us know how wrong Steve's rating system is, or like how you know we should check out a movie.
3: Yeah. Are you talking?
0: Actually.
2: Yeah. Um... James emailed us. Uh, yes, so
0: listener James emailed us recommending uh, some stuff. What what did James say?
1: He recommended me to watch um, The Resolution, which is the Benson and Moorhead, their first release. I talked about this movie. I didn't see it, but uh because the movie ties in with The Endless. But I will check it out, James. Thanks.
4: Does it? Yeah. That's there, what, it, there's
1: a There's a continuation of those characters in in The Endless.
0: Really? Yeah. Interesting. Okay. Well, yeah that about does it for us thanks for tuning in leave us a review on itunes if you enjoyed the episode and uh we will see you guys next week
3: steve what do we need a life oh catchphrase